Time for Derby Panther Football. Football. Pre-game coaches show is brought to you by Tender Care Lawn and Landscape. Discover the Tender Care difference. And now, here's the Alive 105 sports team, Kevin Payne and Doyle Phillips. Well, Derby fans, once again, uh, we're at that point of the season that we love to be at. It's state championship week. Guys, a uh, little different uh we're here on a Saturday uh, instead of a Friday instead of a Friday night uh, doing this thing, and we're in Olathe instead of Emporia. So a little bit different, but uh, we're where we want to be. Coach Clark, uh, talk to us a little bit about last week's big win uh, in Junction City and and how things broke down. Then we'll let Coach Wietrich talk about his defense. Um, I'll, I'll talk about special teams first, like I always do. I, I thought our special teams played uh, played pretty well. Um, I, I thought our kickoff team did did a pretty decent job, um, a better job than we have the last couple of weeks, uh, especially that last kickoff. I thought Scotty had some some good kicks, and uh, that last kickoff where we uh, I almost got a safety. I mean, it was pretty close, but uh, um, you know, just just the little things about. Um, kickoff, you know, you always you, you always see who makes the big tackle and and who always gets the tackle, and that, that always looks good. But but we got we, we have guys that which we call contain guys, and uh, um, always on the right, it's always Reed. Um, always usually on the left side when we go deep, it's it's uh, Ryan Carter. And uh, anytime, and, and this happened in the Lawrence game too. Anytime somebody tries to return it to the field on us. Um, Ryan Carter is down there, and he squeezes the contain so much, and and gives them a short field to where they can't bounce it outside where they want to do, and then they have to bring it back, and then oh no, there's nine guys right there, you know. So uh, um, Ryan Carter does such a great job on that. He's he's such a smart football player. I'm so proud of him. Uh, he he did such a good job on kickoff, and so did some other guys too. So um, I, I thought they did well. Um, uh, all the rest of the special teams, they obviously they were a little scared to kick it to Dylan. I probably would too. So they kicked it to Reed, and they kicked it short. But we went with some returns. We we uh, Coach Devore did a great job of dialing up, you know, some short returns and stuff like that. And it seemed like Reed got it to the forty or fifty almost every time. So uh, um, they did a pretty good job on on, or we did a pretty good job on special teams. I thought, and uh, um, offensively. Uh, you know, minus that that one drive where we got all those penalties. Um, I, I think one one play. I think we probably had about 50 yards in penalties, and um, Lim got a touchdown called back because of penalties. Um, we were kind of kicking ourselves in the. Uh, I don't know. We were just beating ourselves up with with penalties there for a little bit, but uh, um, we never punted, which was always a good thing. I thought the big thing offensively and and for the whole game. Um, Ran the ball really well, but I think the defining moment was that last drive before the half to where um, we, we, we got a stop and then uh, made him punt, and we had 40-some seconds left, and Lim had about 50 yards to drive it down, and we had zero timeouts because we wasted our timeout to make him punt. And uh, um, Lim did a great job. There was a couple times he had to scramble and get out of bounds. Uh, hit Reed on on a couple outs. We we actually almost scored a touchdown with uh, I think it was Drake in the end end of the end zone. But he I mean he was just maybe a couple inches out. So uh, but uh, Lim just marched down. Uh, you know 
just saved the clock for us by getting out of bounds and stuff, and, and we scored. And if, if we wouldn't have scored there, um, we would have gone, we missed an extra point, which I was kind of disappointed in, but uh, we would have gone into halftime up six points. And uh, any time, uh, you know, a Junction City would go into halftime uh, down six points, that it's kind of momentum then. I, I, I'm thinking they're thinking they're uh, doing pretty good and, and got a chance to get it back and, and, and uh, get the lead with one touchdown after, after halftime. But uh, um, Lynn marched it down. We were up by 13, which was huge. And then we get the ball back. Uh, at half, then march it down the field and, and score again, and we're we're up twenty. So uh, um, that that was huge. That one drive was was kind of the defining moment that that kind of gave us a a little bit of cushion, but uh, not too much because we knew how explosive their offense was, and we knew we had to um, score every time just to keep the game comfortable for us, so we could uh, um, come out with the victory. But Effort-wise, like always, I thought our kids played hard. Uh, I thought we played physical, offensive line. I, a couple kids played lights out. A couple kids, it, it just uh, uh, things weren't clicking as, as well. But um, I'll tell you what, we, we challenged those kids. Even if it's state championship week, we challenged those kids, and they rose up in practice. And uh, hopefully we kind of correct those mistakes that we made and, uh, and, and can e- even get better this week uh, uh, you know, at, at the game. Uh, defensively, I mean, obviously, I didn't. I don't think that we played our best football. Um, when we talked to the guys, is uh, it's one of those things where, you know, we we super thankful to get the win, you know. And and, uh, and I told the guys, you know, this is why it's a team sport, and we're very we're very happy that our offense did extremely well and our special teams did really really well because we didn't really hold up our end of the bargain um, as well as we, as, as well as we should have. You know, we were we were making some mistakes that just weren't that weren't us. You know, it wasn't um, so just defensively. Um, we just didn't come out and play our style of football, you know, for whatever reason. I mean, obviously, at, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's it's up to me, and it's and it's uh, it's my job to get them compared. And uh, we we were not um, locked in, ready to go. Now that being said, hats off to the Junction City. Um, first off, the offensive coaches um, they did some stuff schematically that that put us in some tough spots. I mean, they have some really talented, uh, skilled players, especially at the receiver position. And they had us kind of scared to death in the back end, and then all of a sudden their running game, which we, which we thought we would be able to handle, um, and a pretty good idea we could defend that pretty well. All of a sudden they were uh, getting to our edge, getting to our perimeter, and making our guys cover out in the perimeter. They're supposed to be the cover, the ones covering the receivers. So it put us in a real tough spot. So hats off to them schematically. It took us a while to figure that out and get settled in. Um, and then hats off to the you know the players for junks on offense. They had some real some real warriors. Those guys those guys played hard the entire game, and they had some guys that were some really good football players, um, and and they should be proud. I mean they they had a really good season. They had a really good game against us, and um, it wasn't fun watching the film sometimes, you know. Uh, but but you know all those mistakes, you know mistakes it, it allows you to grow, right? So we got back with our defense. We watched the film. You know some of that stuff's not always fun to watch and see again, but. Uh, you learn from mistakes and you try to get better. And, and like I said, be, this being a team sport, we're thankful that our offense is rolling and clicking real well. Um, and, this, and our focus for our defense is getting back to that feeling right after the Lawrence game. I mean, we played really well in the Lawrence game, played really physical and had a great team defensive effort. Um, and we got to find that swagger again and come out and play confident and be aggressive. Good to stay with you, Coach Wietrich, uh defensively during the game. Uh, and, and I think we uh... – played probably a, a receiver, quarterback, running back combo that was probably the best we've seen so far this year. And the kids played really hard against them. But, uh, you know, we get into the ball game and 
how much how much uh, oh adjusting do you do during the ball game, uh, like when the offense is out on the field, and then what do you what do you do on the sidelines in those cases? Well, thank goodness for technology. Uh, you know, I, I'm not really old, but I'm old enough to to have coached without the sideline TVs and all the instant playback and all that stuff. So I remember those days, and I remember you know the old school football of just kind of having to rely on your your fellow coaches having a good eye and seeing exactly what happened on that play and relaying the message to you. Um, you know, a lot happens, and especially this game, um, you you prepare all week for a certain look. You know, at this time. This point in the season, you have so many games of the other of the opponent to watch and break down, and you're always kind of guessing what game plan am I going to get. And a lot of these offenses are really good about showing stuff. You know, you know, trying to figure out their identity. Maybe they don't. They're not sure what they're going to live in. So you kind of come out with the game plan, and you're you're kind of guessing what are they going to live in. And it goes off of what what's their best plays, what's their poisons, and what do you need to stop. Well, then like tonight, then all of a sudden they come out with some stuff. Uh, or last Friday, sorry, they come out with some stuff that uh, that we we hadn't seen and we weren't ready for. And if it wasn't for us getting to talk to our defensive guys on the sideline and get them settled in and get them settled down and and and, and talking about what it is and, and making adjustments, um, it could have been a, it could have been a different ball game. So we 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 do we do a lot. You know, there's I got like tell the guys, you know, they all kind of laugh. You know, we have these elaborate game plans up on the board, you know, and we have it all locked in. I was like, hey, this this might be the first series. You know, <laughs> we we don't know. It might it might change. So uh, you got to be flexible. I mean, you got to be flexible. Um, the more you go in the postseason, the better offenses you're going to see with different looks throughout the entire season. And if you're not able to adapt uh, with with good coaching staffs, and, and which we we have, I, our coaches on defense do a great job of seeing stuff and, and coming up with solutions. And it's all about getting the solutions to the kid and simplify as much as possible and give them to understand. And so they're not thinking; they're just playing fast. Uh, but that's something that uh, I think it's probably a hallmark of, of a good defense. And if you're not doing that, um, you're going to give up a lot of points, I think. Coach Clark, uh, this team's—I uh, I know I've heard it this week several times—resilient. I mean, that keeps coming up uh, to, to everybody. Uh, we started off the season in Mill Valley, and uh, things didn't look so great. Now we're back at a state championship. Uh, talk to us a little bit about this group and how much they've improved, and what do you say to these guys today before the ball game? You know, I couldn't be prouder of this team. You know, uh, uh, after that Mill, Mill Valley game, um, our heads were down. E- even coaches were like, oh, gosh, you know, what, what, what's going on here? And we had to get back to the drawing board. We made a couple switches around, kind of moved some kids around a little bit, but not too much. Um, we just kind of upped the ante in practice and uh, uh, made sure, our, our, you know, back to the fundamentals, back to the little things. And uh, it really made made us refocus. And uh, and then we started getting some momentum going into, you know, after the Bishop Carroll game, then we, COVID hit our team and took two weeks off. Then, then we started, you know, we had two, two days to uh, prepare for campus. And then, you know, a week later, a couple weeks later, we lose to Mays. And then, you know, we're, we're back to that feeling again, you know, that, that we're not used to. But uh, the best thing about our coaches and our players, uh, you know, adversity can do two things. It can tear you apart or it can make you better. And, and our kids did a great job. Our coaches did a great job of letting those opportunities to, to be learning ones and to get better. And uh, um, we, we talked about, you know, when, when we, af- after the Mays game, we played Mays South. 
and we got some momentum, and then uh, you know we start the playoffs, and we just talked about momentum and how big it was, and and how we had to practice each and every day to get better and better and better. This week, that's all we focused on was getting to know the game plan, uh, being able to get into the position to where no matter what they show us, that we can play fast and we can play confident that that we're ready for them. And I thought our kids probably had. One of the best weeks of, of practices. I, I know our, our Tuesday practice was by far the best Tuesday practice we ever had. And then on, on the top of that, we, we got an extra day of practice too. So I, I, I think our kids prepared really well. They really, you know, we can, we can click on one thing and uh, see how much film they watch. And uh, our kids are watching film. Uh, they're, they're getting to know tendencies. They're getting into their scouting reports. They're, they're, they really want to win. They're hungry. And uh, our, our kids are starting to get uh, a big taste of, of success right now. And know, know, they know that feeling, how, you know, how, how it feels to lose a ball game and how it feels to really have this momentum and win a ball game. So they're doing everything they can uh, to come out uh, today on top. So I couldn't be prouder of these kids. They've grown so much. Uh, just, just the mental aspect of the game, they've grown. The, the physical aspect, I think we're playing confident, which allows us to play faster, which allows us to play more physical. Um, these, these kids are, are, are so fun to coach. And, you know, the saddest thing about today is this is the, the last day that, that we get to coach these, this senior class. Uh, absolutely love this senior class. They, they are such good kids. Uh, with, with any typical team, you always have issues. Um, but but this year, even, even with all the COVID and all the just everything going on in society right now, uh, when when we get this team around each other, it, it, it's like every everything bad, everything disappears, and it's just fun. And I'm gonna miss that. I'm gonna miss that fun. I'm gonna miss being around these seniors, being around this team. Um, but uh, you know, hopefully we can go out on top. I'm, I'm so proud of them. They've done a, uh, such a great job. Our seniors have done such a great job of leading this team, and uh, I'm, I'm excited about today. You know, Coach, this is uh, Derby's sixth consecutive trip to the state finals. So the kids on the team, mentally, they ought to really not have a whole lot of problem preparing. Does that change how you prepare them for uh, a state championship game knowing that hey they've been there six times you know not really uh it, I, i've told this to many people we we treat this game like any other game but you know this is it, as a football player as a football coach this is the best week of the year uh you know you got thanksgiving weekend you get to be with your team you're competing for a state championship it is a week that we look forward to we fight for this week, to have this week with the kids, and, and, and we got it. But at the same time, we're, we're having a lot of fun. But we are still pushing our kids, and, and they're wanting to be pushed, which is the cool thing. You know, They're not satisfied with just making the state game. They, they, they know their goal at the beginning of the season, uh, these seniors' goal when, when we had our uh, freshman leadership re, or freshman retreat, uh, uh, their goal wasn't to make it to state their senior year. Their goal was to win state. So, uh, um, you know, we're, we, we, I'm telling you, we had the best week of practice we've had all year, and this team is a pretty good practice team too. So we've had some good weeks of practice. So, uh, um, and, and as you asked, uh, um, our, our kids have been in these games. Uh, they've seen these games. They've watched these games as young kids watching older kids, you know, when they're in middle school and all that stuff. And uh, 
one one thing I have seen earlier on when we first started going to our first state championships was uh, the game gets really big, and sometimes it gets a little too big. You know, the, I mean, the, the kids start getting nervous. They 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 want to do so well, and that gets to them. And uh, I, I don't think that's going to be the case tonight uh, or today. Uh, these kids have done such a great job and just leading up to this very moment right now, I can tell this game is not too big for them. They're just getting ready to go out, playing with their brothers, playing with their family, one last time to go out and prove everybody wrong that those two losses and the, the way we started out this season was wrong and that's not who we are, that's not our identity. So uh, I, I think they're just excited to play with each other and that, that's pretty cool. Guys, uh, as we said, it's uh, state championship weekend. Uh, talk to us, uh, Coach Clark, about the keys to our offense success tonight. We'll let Coach Wietrich talk about keys to his defense. Well, I'll do uh, special teams all like, like always. Uh, they've got a really good kicker. He's also their punter. Um, I, th- I think Coach DeVore said he's 70 to 75% uh, kicks it in the end zone. Uh, not not much of a win today, so uh, they're good, good shot that we won't have uh, um, a chance to return. Um, you know, so that means our offense is going to have to take it 80 yards if, if, if we want to score, which we're kind of used to going 60 or 50 yards to score, you know, with, with the return. So hopefully he kicks it on the one and gives us a chance to return something. But uh, um, very good kicker. Uh, you can always tell. If you got a good team or you, you know who, who you're playing, you can always look at their special teams and see how well coached they really are. And this team, you, you, you can tell they, they concentrate on their special teams. They're really well disciplined on their special teams. So you know it's a good team. You, you kind of can skip the offense, skip the defense, go straight to special teams. And if they're well coached on special teams, you know they're going to be well coached on the offense and defense. And, and that is the case. Uh, defensively, they, they – have freaks all over the field. You know, they got they, they have an Ohio State commit. They have another guy that's uh, has offers from like Florida and other places. You know, I mean, uh, they they they've they've got a lot of really really good ball players and and they're disciplined too. But the hard thing about our offense against their defense is they've shown so many different fronts and and it, they played a lot of spread teams like us and. Uh, we're, we're not sure why they, they would play this front or do this defense, you know, this game, then switch it up the next game and stuff like that. So there was a lot of stuff for us to prepare for, especially up front with our offensive line and our tight ends and our running back and quarterback. So uh, our kids did, did a great job preparing for it, but at, at the same time, we're not sure what we're going to get. You know, against Junction City, we kind of knew we were going to get a 3-4. Uh, these guys, th- there's four different fronts that we had to prepare for. So uh, um, it's a little bit different, but I, I feel confident in our kids that that uh, they they understand the game plan of all the fronts, and uh, I think they're ready to play. Yeah, I mean, uh, back-to-back weeks now, we're going to play in a really explosive offense too. I mean, this this team is uh, extremely well coached. Like Coach said, they got they got a lot of talent. Um, just across the whole team, and offensively, um, they have it as well. They got a quarterback, um, probably one of the better quarterbacks we've seen all season. Does a great job. Um, this offense lives in the short passing game. They love the short passing game. Um, they throw the ball a lot. I mean, a lot more than we've, we're used to seeing um, from our opponents. And they do a, they do a tremendous job. He gets the ball out quick. He has probably the quickest release of a quarterback that we've seen all season. Um, and he gets the snap, and the ball is out. Great release, and he puts it on receivers real quick. So I mean, we we got to be tight. We got to be tight in coverage. We have to we got to shrink down windows. 
um, and kind of close off those windows in the short passing game, and we got to be after, be able to get after him too, um, which is tough to do because they do a lot of short passing game. It can frustrate your pressures. It can frustrate your D linemen. They, you know, they're working their butt off and not getting there. The ball's already gone, uh, but we got to be relentless and get after him. Um, a lot of defenses this season have, have, have tried to play coverage against them. Have played a lot of coverage, um, but they haven't. They haven't been able to to stop them. Their receiving core is all well above average. I mean, they are um, they are all above average receivers. Um, they have one really receiver. They have really good, really good go to receiver number four. Um, he's kind of a vertical threat, but they they do a great job of distributing the ball to everybody. So it's not like we can just focus on one receiver. Um, that he distributes the ball to anyone and everyone. So we got our we got our hands full with this offense. Um, but like Coach said, I think we did a great job of preparing this week. Our guys are locked in. Um, the added day in practice throughout the week definitely helped. Um, we got a lot more film time in, um, and our our guys are really excited. They're really excited to kind of. Um, we talked, you know, about how we were kind of frustrated about last week. You know, and how we played on defense and our seniors, especially and our seniors on defense. Um, our Knoxes, our Colsons, our Jacksons, um, our Giffords, our, our Swetnams, um, you know, all of our seniors on defense. I'm probably leaving somebody out, but those are our leaders. You know, our offense has like two two seniors playing. You know, our senior leadership is on our defensive unit. You know, Amari Ramirez, Casey Lindsey, those guys. I mean, our seniors are on defense. Um, so I really challenge them in saying, you know, we we got to step up, and if if our team's going to win this state championship tonight, it's going to be it's going to be how this unit right here and how the seniors right here play. So um, they respond real well to that. They had a great week of practice, and uh, you know we're going to go give it our best, and we're going to try to bring it bring it home for the community of Derby. Team health coach, and then we'll let you guys get down with your team. Well, uh, just kind of like. Um, Last couple of weeks, I, we're pretty healthy. We got a couple of broken bones. The kids are playing with them. Uh, uh, Quentin Dorsey got a little banged up with his knee, but uh, he, he had a, a decent latter week, uh, latter week of practice. And uh, um, that, I think for the for the most part, we're we're pretty healthy. Guys, as always, good luck today. Tired of pesky weeds? Tender Care offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tender Care, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby, a proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. KDKQ LP Derby Wichita 105.9 FM and worldwide at alive105kdkq.com. This activity is being brought to you by KDKQ, its advertisers, and the member schools of the Kansas State High School Activities Association. No rebroadcast in whole or in part may be made without the written permission of the KSHSAA. Good afternoon, Panther fans. This is Doyle Phillips, and today, along with Kevin Payne, we'll be bringing you all the action from the 6A state championship game between your Derby Panthers and the Blue Valley North Mustangs. Uh, today's game is going to be played on a wonderful day, sunshine, shiny and bright, and it's been a long road for both of these teams. We're probably five minutes away from the start of the ball game, so we're going to get into the starting offense for the Panthers. At left tackle, junior Alex Key, 6'3", 270. Right tackle, sophomore Mitchell Johnson, 6'4", 225. One guard, junior Jonas Vickers at 6'3", 290. The other guard is junior Chris Thompson, 6'280". Junior 
junior Dylan Kahn will be your center at 6'4", 280. Tight ends are junior Drake Thatcher, 6'4", 190. Senior Reed Liston, 6'1", 185. The wide receivers are junior Mercer Thatcher, 6'4", 185. And sophomore Caleb Brown Lansing at 6'2", 180. Quarterback is senior Lim Wash, 6'2", 205. And your running back is sophomore Dylan Edwards, 5'8", 155. Your specialists are long snapper Reed Liston. Kicker would be Scott Simmons or Grady Jessup. The holder, Mercer Thatcher, and the punter is Luke Stewart. On the defensive side of the ball, the defensive line, senior Caleb Gifford, 6'2", 195. Senior Isaac Swetnam, 6'2", 230. And junior Andon Carpenter, 6'1", 250 pounds. Also seeing action on the uh, defensive line will be junior Quentin Dorsey at 6'1", 240. Your linebackers, outside linebacker, senior Luke Stewart, six foot two ten. The other outside linebacker, senior Jace Jenkins, five nine one seventy five. Inside linebackers, senior Colson Searing, six two two fifteen. Senior Jack Holman, five nine two hundred. Quarterbacks are junior Corey Atkins, six foot one seventy five, and junior Jameer Clemens, six foot one fifty five. Your safeties are senior Tanner Knox, five eleven one eighty, and Senior Kaysen Lindsey, 5'10", 170. Those are the starting lineups as we have them. Well, Doyle, we're about ready to go. Again, a little different venue this year as we're not in Emporia, you know, due to COVID rules. Emporia was not able to host, so we're here in Olathe tonight or this afternoon. 55 degrees, wind southwest at about 7 miles per hour. Great day for football. Great day for a 6A state championship. Yes, it is. And, uh, you know, we've been blessed the last few years. This is our sixth consecutive trip, and I believe seventh in the last eight years. And we've been blessed every year but one, having good football weather. Doyle Derby did uh, lose the toss, so it appears that Blue Valley North will uh, open the ball game with uh, uh, kicking the ball to the Panthers. Panthers are defending the north end zone. Again, a wind out of the south, southwest at about, uh, they're saying, about 10 miles per hour. So wind shouldn't be too much of a factor, but uh, we'll see how that uh, pans out. Yeah, one of the other things we're going to watch for here is will, uh, will Blue Valley North kick to our deep men, Liston and Edwards? Uh, nobody has for quite, quite a few games, so it'll be interesting to see if they do that. Well, Doyle, this is a Blue Valley North team that we expect to throw the ball around a lot. I mean, that's one of the things Coach Clark talked about. He said these guys are going to chuck the football. I think last week, uh, Henry Martin, a six foot 190-pound senior, he was 18 for 35 35- uh, 18 of 35 for 291 yards and four touchdowns. So you got to figure these guys are going to come out firing. They definitely are, and uh, they've got some big young men on this team, some, some physical-looking young men. Uh, they've got a couple six-foot-five, 225-pounders. Uh, you know, they're just monsters, and if you see them in their uniform, they're really monsters. And we'll just make a disclaimer here before the uh, game starts. Uh, the Mustangs have, looks like, uh, aluminum foil numbers, and they're going to be very hard to uh, identify in this high sky and sunny day it's going to be an end over end kick and it's going back into the end zone and that's one of the things coach clark said they have a a pretty good kicker that we we may never see a kickoff return today because they'll go deep into the end zone Adol, you mentioned uh, Blue Valley Norse uniforms. Panthers are in their gunmetal gray uh, today. Again, those are a uniform that only a handful of teams in the country got. They're Michael Jordans, uh, selected only by a few people. And uh, Panthers are in the gunmetal gray with white helmets and Blue Valley North in all white. And the Panthers have added a green stripe to the helmets. So uh, 
like you said, it's gunmetal gray, white helmets, and north is in all white with aluminum foil numbers. <laughs> Panthers show motion. A little bit of a high snap. It's kept by Lim Wash, and he's going to pick up three, maybe four yards on first down. Yeah, just a, an option, and, and Lim Wash is able to pick up positive yardage. Well, you and I talked on the way up here that Lim Wash has to have a good day for this Panther offense to really get going. Yeah, he has to he has to make the right reads. A lot of pressure on Lim that people don't realize, and uh, he's got to have a good game. I feel he will. This time he cuts it up, gets five. Maybe six yards, going to be close to a first down, but it might be a little bit short. He's going to be awful close. They're going to move the yardsticks on that one. And Well, you're right. Lem Wash is uh, the guy that's going to have to be able to throw the football today as well as run. And so far on two runs, Lem Wash has picked up the first down. Going to be first and 10 from the 30. He got just enough for the first down. Edwards in the back backfield with him. Thatcher goes in motion to the far side. There's going to be a penalty on the Panthers. I'm going to guess it's going to be Thatcher turning up field too soon. Yeah, the uh, line judge called it pretty quickly. You saw the flag come out, and that one's going to be five yards against the Panthers. Our, our wide receivers, we show a lot of motion. They're going to have to. They're going to have to be aware of that. Uh, I mean, the very first time we show motion, cut up field, uh, we get caught for doing it a little bit too early. So, it's a Blue Valley North uh, defense that gives up a lot of points as well. It's going to be first and 15. Edwards gets to the outside, picks up maybe, well, I don't know. He did, he picked up five yards. He gets back to the original line of scrimmage, so it's going to be second 10. He's just, I mean, it, he's going to bust one any second. I well, mean, Blue Valley North did a good job, really, of setting the edge on the play and keeping Dylan from getting, uh, getting outside on him. Still picks up six yards. It's going to be second and nine for the Panthers. No score. 10.49 left in the first quarter. Panthers have trips to the far side. Single wide out. Thatcher to the near side. Mercer Thatcher. Again, they give it to Edwards. He's going to get to the outside. Going to pick up 5, 10, out to midfield, and it looks like he crossed midfield into... North Territory. Well, Dylan got to the edge that time. He kept stringing the play out. He went as far on the uh, Blue Valley North sideline as he could. He was able to cut up field and finally ran out of bounds, but not after picking up a big first down. First and 10 from the 49. Again, they give it to Edwards. He heads up field, makes a couple guys miss. Still on his feet. 30. 25 inside the 25, down at about the 22-yard line. Well, Dylan Edwards ran inside that time, picked up big yardage, and that's about the only way you're going to catch Dylan is if you keep him in the middle of the field, as we know this kid has uh, some incredible speed. First and 10 from the 23, they mark it. This time on a keeper wash, he runs over a couple of guys. He's going to pick up probably five or six on first down. Well, Panthers so far have been in that quick tempo offense that they're coming out. They're calling plays very quickly and taking it to Blue Valley North. Panthers showing big splits on the offensive line. Again, they give it to Edwards. This time he goes nowhere. In fact, he's going to lose about a yard. Now, Blue Valley North had a guy in the backfield as the ball was handed off to Dylan. They had a guy ready for him, so uh, no yardage on the play. Going to be third down and probably six, five or six for the Panthers. Back, good pass, wide open, caught Edwards. Touchdown, Panthers. Wow, Dylan Edwards just again. Blue Valley North forgot about him. 
One guy you don't want to forget about on this football field is Dylan Edwards. So first pass play of the game for the Panthers goes for six. Now for the all-important extra point to be attempted by Simmons. We've got to remember Scott is also a soccer player, and he did both sports this year. 6-0 Panthers, 9.38 left with the extra point. And it looks good, and it is. I'm going to quit watching the officials. I'm going to watch my broadcast partner because as soon as he hit it, he started shaking his head good. So I'm going to quit watching the officials. He hasn't been wrong yet. The Panthers came out quickly, put points on the board. Noel, keep in mind, this is a Blue Valley North team that last week against Olathe North gave up 453 total yards of offense. So this is a defense that might be a little suspect. Well, and and the other part of that is – they only rushed for like 29 yards last week. So you got to figure, and I've been able to figure out that, you know, they're just they're a pass-first team. So, well, I think Coach Clark talked about that earlier in the week to us. He said, you know, these guys, uh, you know, we talked about uh, last week that quarterback uh, for Junction City was a gunslinger. He said, this kid is a gunslinger, and he's got some really good receivers to uh, throw to. Well, we're having a big discussion here. Uh, one of the officials is down talking to Coach Clark. I don't know what it's all about. I didn't see any penalty markers thrown, and it is 7-0 Panthers with 9.38 left in the first quarter. Well, you know, we talked a little bit about uh, the McCullough brothers, and you got Desan at 6'4", 225 pounds. He's just a junior, and I believe he's already committed to Ohio State, his younger brother, is a sophomore, and he's getting all kinds of D1 looks. And, and uh, the story on him is their dad is the uh, running backs coach at uh, Kansas City. So pretty good bloodline. Yeah, that's, but I got a feeling it's probably mom. <laughs> <laughs> that could be. I'm a, us guys would like to give all the credit to the dads, but a lot of times moms have a lot to do with that athletic ability. Panthers are kicking off. be into the wind, so it's not going to get back into the end zone. It's taken on about the 8. Panthers oh. hit at about the 15-yard line. Big hit by the special teams. Now, Panthers blew up the play. As we talk about every week, Coach Clark put so much emphasis on his special teams. This time, uh, they, they nailed the, the Blue Valley North guy at about the 15-yard line, so great special teams play by the Panthers. Marcellus Hollis on the hit for the Panthers. He was down quick. And it was a nice, clean tackle. Blue Valley North takes the field. 9.33 left. Panthers lead in this one early. 7-0. A lot of game left. Our front three are going to have to Quarterbacks Henry Martin. Back to pass. Just a quick out into the flat. And we had a guy right there in coverage. Looked like Jenkins. Now, Jenkins knocked the ball away and and we expected that, too. We expected to see Blue Valley North with a lot of quick passes, a lot of quick hitters. Panthers played that uh, that particular play very well. They run a lot of crossing patterns, a lot of short crosses, a little, little few outs. Uh, they run very quick pass patterns. They have twins to the near side, trips to the far side, does North. Martin is the lone person in the backfield. Back to pass. The man out in the flat, caught. He gets out into the open, breaks away from one of the Panthers, gets all the way out to the 45 on, you know, a pretty good pitch and catch, I guess. But uh, 
you know, it's going to be a big game for. Well, Martin's got such a quick release. He was able to get rid of the football fast. And then what looked like it was going to be a minimal gain turned into a big gain. Yeah, we had a guy right there. He just couldn't, he couldn't bring him down and they took advantage of it. They're out to their own 46 yard line, back to pass man in the flat. And he dropped the football. Yeah, fortunately for the Panthers, that ball was uh, very catchable. The Blue Valley North guy just dropped it. You know, Doyle, what we've seen, we were told that these guys were going to come out slinging the football, and they've yet to attempt a uh, running play. Lucas Bullock was the intended receiver. They still got the backfield is clean. The only one back there is the quarterback. Panthers lead 7-0, 9-17 left. Martin's changing the play at the line of scrimmage. Back to pass again. Get a man over the top. It's way over the head of a receiver who was open. Yeah, the receiver had gotten into the secondary, but more importantly, the Panthers put a pretty good knock on Martin that time. Gave him a little bit of uh, a reason to be start to start looking for that uh, Panther defense. Yeah, that was intended that time for. Malachi Miller, and it was just over his head. Well, Miller had broken well into the secondary, but uh, again, Martin was hurried on the throw and took a pretty good knock. Going to be third down from the 46, just short of the 46-yard line of North. Panthers lead 7-0. They got a man in the backfield. He goes out in the flat. Panthers caught inside the 20. They're inside the 25, down to about the 21 on third and long. Again, it was Miller. Well, and you got to give Martin a ton of credit that time, Doyle. He stayed in the pocket, stepped into the pocket where you go when, when you start feeling the pressure and made a nice throw for a big first down, moving the ball deep into Derby territory. I mean, that's all they're going to do. They haven't run the football yet. And there's nobody in the backfield to run it now. Just a quick pass out in the flat. Panthers played it fairly well, but they still picked up four yards. It's going to be second six at the 16. Panthers, you very rarely see a high school football team that's passed first. Panthers lead set, moving 829. They're on the 16-yard line of Derby. Again, just a quick pass out in the flat. It's going to be short of the first down, but it's going to be third down and very short. Just again, that was just, you know, as soon as he gets it, and I, and I, I liken it to a shortstop fielding a ground foot, ground ball, and throwing it right to first. That's how quick he feels the thing, cocks the arm, and gets rid of the ball. Well, it allows you to throw those quick passes when you've got a quarterback that has that quick a release. You're able to throw those tight crossing routes. Now they've got a bunch formation right behind the quarterback, and he sneaks it. He's going to get the first down inside the ten. It's going to be first and goal with 7:46 left. Panthers lead right now 7-0. Well, we saw this last week where we, we, we saw both defenses giving up a lot of yardage. It was like, okay, whose defense is going to finally make a stand? So far, both teams have moved the ball easily against each other. Well, it's been two big plays for, for Olathe North or Blue Valley North. And uh, that, that's, that's moved the ball from the 15 all the way down to R10 or just inside R10. A couple big plays. They do have a guy in the backfield now they give it to the quarterback and it's an option they drop him at about the five yard line 
picked up four, I think, on first down. Yeah, Doyle, you look at Blue Valley North, they probably run eight, nine plays. That was the, the I, I guess, the quarterback sneak. You got to count as a run, but really, uh, up until this point, everything has been in the air. Still second and goal. Panthers lead 7 0. They show motion. Still, and more motion. Just the pitch back to the quarterback, and it's a touchdown. It was a trick play. The Panthers had the quarterback. He stopped, flipped the ball to a wide-open receiver in the end zone, 6-7. Well, and you kind of knew the minute he flipped the ball what was going on because you could tell the, the back had no intention of running the football. He looked right back to the middle of the end zone, found open a wide-open receiver for Blue Valley North. So just like that, uh, this ball game uh, it's going to be tied. This, this be tied guy up. supposedly is automatic. And it looks good, and it is. So with 6.45 left, Blue Valley's tied the ball game up on a 85-yard drive that, you know, had two or three, couple, three big, big, big plays, and that was the difference. Panthers have got a little bit of work to do on the on the defensive side of the ball here to slow that down. Well, our, front, our front seven have to play the pass. They're going to have to put pressure on Martin. They're going to have to, to watch the, the short pass plays because that's what they're going to do. They're going to nickel and dime you to death. Well, they, like I said, they had the one first long play. We had it covered. We just missed the tackle. Ended up being a 30-yard 30, 30 gain. And another one, same thing. So, well, it, it kind of reminds me of Derby the last couple of weeks. I've had several people say, well, how come you guys only passed three times in a ball game? How come you did this? It's like, you know, when you're able to rush for 500 yards in a ball game, you don't have to throw the ball. Right now, Blue Valley North saying, hey, we'll just keep throwing the ball until you stop us. Panthers are going to get it back. They're probably going to get it on their 20. Uh, again, 6.45 left. Tie score. Both teams score on their first possession. So I, I can see what's going on, the defensive huddle. Uh, they've got all 11-plus down there looking at a TV screen and trying to figure out something. It's going to go all the way to the end zone. So the Panthers are going to get it on the 20. You know, you look across the way, Kevin, Blue Valley's bleacher side, it looks pretty much full. Yeah, and really, uh, the Derby side, which is fairly full, too, and it's a, a much bigger home side. Panthers were deemed the home team today, and, you know, uh, with COVID and all that, uh, the pretty decent crowd for a state championship. Yeah, we, we, uh, we heard they were allowed 16, I thought it was 1,600 tickets each, but yeah. gosh, I, I don't know, maybe there's more now. I, I don't know. I just know there's plenty of people in both stands as it should be. Motion by the Panthers. Reed Liston. And it's Wash. He's going to pick up probably three, yeah, probably four yards on first down. Well, the play developed really slowly, but Wash was able to pick his way through the uh, Blue Valley North defense and pick up some three or four yards on the play. Going to be second and six. Tied ball game, 6.20 to go. Pitched it out to Edwards. He's going to get the first down and more. 40, 50. Going to get into the territory of Blue Valley North at about, it looks like, I'm going to guess, right around the 42-yard line. Well, Dillwell, all day long, if you're going to play a defense that on the option is going to bite that hard on Lim Wash, and they bit on Lim, Lim was able to pitch the ball out to a wide-open Dylan Edwards, and Dylan 
really exposed the uh, secondary. He must have stepped out of bounds because the ball's now on the Panther 49. Again, they give it to Edwards. He gets hit and dropped for no gain. It's going to be second down and 10. Yeah, Blue Valley North came flying up on the play, and they had a spy on uh, on Dillon, and he had no room to run. Yeah, it was Alonzo Morgan. Morgan looked like he was the spy, but again, it's going to be a pe- penalty on the Panthers, and I think, oh, no, it's offside on, on uh, Blue Valley. I that thought was- we had a receiver might have cut up field too soon, but. Now the line judge came flying in very quickly to the wide hat, and you could see that he was pointing to the uh, Olathe North or well, the Blue Valley North side. Here. Now they act like they want to go the other direction. I mean, if they said offsides, what? I don't know what he just called. Yeah, they marked it against the Panthers. Well, evidently we lined up offsides or something because he sure pointed to North with his first. Uh, yeah, his, his, Explanation. his hand signal was also against North, but again, maybe the this line judge on this side saw Derby move. It's going to be second and 15. Again, Wash, he's not going to get but back to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be third and 10 for the Panthers, so big third down to keep this drive alive. Yeah, the Panthers haven't had to throw the ball much, really, the last two or three weeks. When we've needed to, Lem Wash has been pretty uh, pretty spot on, though. Panthers and North tied up seven. Panthers have it third and long. They show motion, stack everybody to the far side of the field. Now, Liston goes in motion to that side. Back to pass goes Wash. Got a man wide open. Thatcher, 25, 20, inside the 20. Still on his feet, down at about the 12-yard line. Well, and you could just see I kept motioning that Thatcher was wide open. There was not a Blue Valley North defender anywhere around him. Limbwash finally caught him back on the backside look, and uh, big first down for the Panthers at the 10. Edwards, and he gets thrown for about a three-yard loss. Panthers again in that high up-tempo offense. They're getting things moved really quickly. Going to be... And a second down and about 12, it looks like. They can still get a first down without scoring a touchdown. Well, what happens? Blue Valley North starts worrying so much about the run, the passing game starts opening up. Panthers and North tied at seven. We're still in the first quarter. Four minutes, 10 seconds to go. Wash cuts up inside. Changes directions inside the five touchdown that, Panthers. That was all Lim Wash reading the option as as well as you can. He held the ball, started to look like he was going to pitch it out to Edwards. They bit on it. He cut back inside, took it to the house. Nice run by Lim Wash. Well, again, it's I know it's early in the game, but you know we've had three possessions and three scores. Well, so, as we said, this is like last week. At some point, one of the defensive units is going to have to step up. Extra point attempt by Simmons, and it's good. So with 4:01 left, Panthers take another seven-point lead at 14 to seven. Well, and, what a nice drive, though. You saw a little bit of run and pass mixed in that time. And and again, if all of a sudden Lim Wash is able to find out guys like Thatcher that wide open, it could be a long day for this Blue Valley North defense. That that particular play, they had Thatcher in motion and and trips to that side, and then. 
Reed Liston went in motion to that side, so they flooded that particular side. While we got a minute, a break in the action. Today's broadcast of Derby Panther football on Live 105. KDKQ 105.9 FM is sponsored in part by these great local Derby businesses. Tender Care Lawn and Landscape, Confederated Builders, Derby Junior Football, the Derby Informer, Will Height Auto Service, MJB Heating and Cooling, Radio Shack of Derby, and the Derby Recreation Center. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on a live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. And we appreciate all those sponsors so much. And, you know, they've stuck through the COVID year and and, and everything. And, uh, again, if you can get a chance to stop in and tell these guys you appreciate their uh, sponsorship. And Blue Valley, their receiving team takes the field. It looks like back deep. I'm, I'm guessing on these numbers again. I think it might be William Douglas on the near side. And it, I don't have any idea who it is on the far side. Can't see a number. Just looks like a white jersey. <laughs> again, the last time the Panthers kicked off, they held Blue Valley North to their own 15-yard line after a very aggressive tackle by the Panthers. High, going to come down at about the 10. And he's going to be brought down just maybe short of the 25. At least it ought to be marked short of the 25. We'll see where the officials see it. And again, that was uh, William Douglas on the return. And it is just short of the 25-yard line. First and 10 for Blue Valley North. Well, we'll see what Coach Wietrich did, If uh, what kind of adjustments he made down on the sideline. Going to be first and 10 with 3.57 left. Back to pass, just a quick out, and they threw it over the middle. They had a guy wide open on the near side. And he chose to hit the guy over the middle for about a five-yard gain. It's going to be he was hit immediately by Searing as soon as he caught the football. But these are tough passes to, to guard against, Doyle. They're such quick hitters, and Martin gets rid of the football so quickly, uh, you got to really be ready. If you play, if you don't play press coverage, they, it's going to be awful hard because they're, they're hitting these short zone passes, and it's hard to cover those. Second and five, quick pass, just right out in the flat. First down, out short of the 40-yard line. The only, the only hope, you're going to have to go and gamble on one of those. And if you're able to step in front of it, you're probably going six the other way. But, uh, again, just a, a phenomenal release uh, by Martin. I don't think he's missed. He's missed a couple passes. I think the only ones he's missed is receiver. Well, he threw one over, over one of his receiver's head. Otherwise, uh, th there have been two drops. So. Uh, he's throwing BBs, there's no he's question. He's definitely throwing BBs. First and 10 from the 39. Panthers lead 14-7, 2.50 left here in the first quarter. Back to pass. A little set up a screen. They're going to pick up seven or eight on first down off the screen. Yeah, they ran a screen that time. It was really a bubble screen, but they'd sent a guy in motion trying to draw the Panther defense the opposite way, and uh, they were able to pick up about eight. Well, it was second one, and he did reverse pivot. And, you know, we've seen that a lot this year. I think they, they feel like the Panther defense bites on that reverse pivot, so we've seen that the last three or four weeks. 
Panther defense is, is really being stretched this week. I thought they were being stretched last week, but last week they had a good running back. This We haven't seen much running. It's just been passing almost completely. And taking off is Martin. He's going to get the first down down to the Panther 46-yard 40, line. Uh, got we a had a guy down. looked like we might have had Martin pinned in, and he's able to wiggle loose. So we've got a Panther down on the field now. And I see who's coming into the game right now. It's Isaac Swetnam. He's coming in the game. I, I can't pick up the Panther number. As we said, we've got to be able, our, our front seven have got to be able to start putting more pressure on Martin, or they've got to be able to step in front of these uh, quick routes. If I was going to guess, and that's all I'm doing is guessing, uh, I'm going to guess it's... Uh, I'm going to guess it's Quentin Dorsey, but I'm again, that's just a guess. Well, Dorsey, as we know, has had uh, numerous injuries throughout the year, and I know coming into this week's uh, ball game, he's pretty banged up. I can't, I can't pick up a number, but it looks like it might be Quentin. Yeah, Quentin's one of those guys we don't really, uh, we can't uh, afford to keep him off the field very long. He's. Walking a little bit better as he gets closer to the sideline. Yeah, I know he's a lot of his injuries just been those nagging injuries, nothing super serious, just those bumps and bruises that you go through in a, in a season of football. It's first and 10 from the Panther 40, looks like 46 yard line. All passes for uh, North at this time so far. Back to pass again. Got all the time in the world. Throws it over to a wide open receiver. Caught. Going to be a touchdown. Well, and, you, and you've got to be able to put pressure on this kid. You're not going to be able to leave a good quarterback sitting in the pocket all day long. And That time they had a receiver wide open downfield, and he did not overthrow him. He ran right past, looked like he ran right past our cornerback, and uh, – when you got that much time, you got you know you you can find those guys. So it's going to be an extra point attempt to tie the ball game, and it looks good, and it is. So with 135 left, game's tied again. So again, we've had four four uh, <laughs> possessions combined and had four touchdowns. And this you got to keep in mind that this front defensive line for the Panthers are all new guys. I mean, off last year's team, these are all guys that have been learning under fire. And, you know, right now they've, uh, they've got their work cut out for them. They're going to have to put pressure on the quarterback for, uh, for, for the Panthers to slow down this very potent passing game. Well, yeah, that's, I mean, we haven't seen what, what I would call a run yet by uh, Blue Valley North, but I mean, why would you, why would you run? I mean, again, last week they ran for 29 yards and, and passed for 290. So, you know, you know coming in what they're going to do. Well, and, and you got to figure that for the Panthers, you know, they're uh, they're a run first team and and throws second. So we got the the uh, I guess the two different worlds in football that you can see right now. Well, so far both are working. I mean, we're we've been able to run the football and pass a little bit, and North has been able to do nothing but pass. And and again, why would you run the ball when you're having such success passing the ball? Yeah, I think they've had run the ball twice, one on a quarterback sneak to get a first down and one on an option play, and they probably got five yards rushing. Should be a kick into the end zone if if, uh, this young man 
continues to boot it like he has been. This should not be returnable. Well, it is re- it's not returnable because I believe uh, Liston was just inside the, the uh, goal line, and that means it's touchback. Yeah, it was it was kicked. It was just not quite to the end zone, but I think uh, his momentum, his back foot stepped into the end zone, so they blew it dead. 14-14 with a minute and a half left in the first quarter. A lot of scoring in the first, uh, what, 10 minutes, 25 seconds. Well, so far, it's been a horse race. That's all, all it is. We're doing what we do, and they're doing what they do. Panthers show motion. They pitch it back to Edwards. He gets to the outside, and he runs out of bounds after picking up, oh, I'm going to say a yard, maybe two. It's 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 hard to say. Now, that was just a, a, an Edwards run all the way. The pitch came out immediately. It wasn't an option play, and they uh, Blue Valley North really read that one well as Edwards only picks up about a yard. Clock stopped with the out of bounds. Over the middle, Reed Liston, first down, out close to the 45-yard line of the Panthers. Hey, you know, Doyle, you got to look at the Blue Valley North defense. Right now, they're not really fielding well against the run or the pass. Panthers are able to do really much pretty at will what they want to. First and 10 from Derby's 45. Uh, ball's on the ground. Wash picks it up. He's going to get three, maybe four yards on a play that he should have lost five or six. Well, the, the snap wasn't that bad. It was a little bit high. I think Lim took his eyes off of it for just a second. It hit the ground, fortunately bounced right back to him, and uh, Panthers are able to retain possession. Wash is in the backfield alone. It's a quick pass out in the flat to Mercer Thatcher. He's going to be short of the first down by a couple of yards. Clock moving under a minute to go, 40 seconds left in the first period. Again, the score is tied, 14-14. Neither defense has got off the bus yet. (laughs) That's an understatement. Clock moving. The under 40 seconds to go. Third down and a couple. Panthers show motion. Pitch it back to Edwards. He gets to the outside. He's going to get a first down and more. Gets inside of North Territory at about, it looks like they're going to mark it at about the 39 or 38-yard line. And that was uh, just a straight option play by the Panthers. Lim had nowhere to go, and it didn't look like Dylan would, but he's able to find the uh, sideline, pick up first down. Wash on a keeper. Running hard, running hard, getting down close to the 30-yard line, so it's going to be, Oh, it looks like it's going to be second and about three, maybe four yards to go for the Panthers. There's, I don't know that they'll get another playoff before the end of the quarter, but they do. High snap. They give it to Reed Liston. Falls forward, going to be close to the first down. Well, Reed did a good job that time of, of making something out of nothing as he's able to pick up some plus yardage. Well, that's going to end the first quarter <laughs> A pretty high score in first quarter. Again, uh, uh, it's 14-14. This is Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ. Your home for Panther football on the radio. We'll be back. We'd like to thank Derby Junior Football for their support of Derby Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ. 
Derby Junior Football embraces youth athletic competition in a way that should be competitive, fun, and a key component of a child's education. The Derby Junior Football Organization promotes important life skills like desirable personal and social behaviors and the development of good character. You can learn more about the Derby Junior Football Program and find out about signing up by calling 788-8500. You can also find them on Facebook and on the web. You'll bring Derby home every week with the Derby Informer. Celebrating 20 years as Derby's hometown newspaper and always proud supporters of all Derby High School athletics and activities. If it's Derby news, you'll know it. We're back in Olathe where the Panthers and Blue Valley North are tied at 14. Panthers have the ball first and 10. Just No, no, I'm wrong. Third down and one just inside the Blue Valley 30-yard line. Uh, yep. it's, it's been a, it's just been everybody scoring. Type right. Again, this is uh, this drive has been the Panthers mixing up pass and the run. So, so far, Lim Wash has been on target with some pretty wide open receivers. Yes, he has. He's been, uh, he's been on target. Uh, the other guy has also been on target and, uh, you know, Panthers just need to, they need to keep it, keep it going. And, uh, uh, they're going to come up with a stop here. At some point, as we said, you hope the Panthers are the team that comes up with the stop. That was the case last week. The Panthers came up with a couple big stops at Junction City, and that was uh, the difference in the ball game. Big third down uh, play here for the Panthers. Third down and about looks like I'm going to guess a yard and a half, maybe under two yards for the Panthers. This is four down territory, I'm sure. Statue of Liberty, Edwards, he's going to get a first down. That's good. It's good. Yeah, I think they're going to give him the yardage for it, but what looked like it might turn into a big gain or was closed on quickly by the Blue Valley North defense. Yeah, that's got to be a first down. It is. And they, they moved it, but, boy, the White Hat had to come in and look. And I don't know what you saw, though, but it looked like it was going to be a big gainer. Wow, somebody read the red film correctly on that. First and 10. Again, Wash gets out in the open. Out inside the 10, down close to the 5. Looks like he's in the end zone. Touchdown. And he is. Touchdown, Panthers. That was, again, all Lim Wash doing. We talked about it on the way up. That Lim Wash had to have a good day. So far, he's running the football with uh, just a with pure authority. That was just a nice run by Lim. Stretched out to the end zone as he got close for the score. Yeah, it, I think there's a little bit of confusion, but the uh, far side line judge signaled touchdown. And the Panthers weren't quite sure. So their kicking team was a little bit slow getting on the field, but they've got plenty of time. All important extra point. It's 20 0. 20 to 14. I wish it was 20 0, but it's 20 to 14. Looks like somebody might have got a little piece of that one, but it still managed to get through. So it's now 21 14. And the Panthers have taken the lead again. Once again, Lem Wash's run there was just incredible. And a lot of it started inside. He just kept running inside, made a couple guys miss, and then cut outside at the very end. And Lem Wash did a great job. Doyle, he's a senior, a guy that played a lot last year as a junior due to injuries to, to Grant Adler. And Lem Wash came in and filled that role very nicely. And uh, this is a senior, last game of his senior career. So, you know, he's uh, putting it all, all out on the line. Well, I'm, I'm looking down at. Uh... Uh, our injured player, and uh, looks like he's, well, he's got his helmet in his hand, Dorsey, but he, he looks like he's getting around 
better. But whether it's good enough to go in and play defense at a high level, we don't know. Panthers will kick off this time. We ought to be able to get it a little bit deeper. We've got the wind kind of behind us right now. But uh, Simmons has been kicking it very well. He kicked it inside the first two kickoffs. He kicked it inside the 10, right around the 5. The last one, he kicked it right about the 10. So he's been, get, been getting pretty good leg into the wind. Well, and you'd hope that uh, if there's any way Dorsey can get back in the ball game, he, he's going to try to because this is uh... – Again, we've got a defensive line that uh, definitely can't afford to have him out. And it looks like still the same same two guys are deep. William Douglas on the near side, and I can't see the number on the gentleman on the far side. Ball blew off the tee. Maybe he'll turn up here to the press box where I can get a full look at that. <laughs> I hate to say this, that tinfoil number. <laughs> It looks like it might be number three, Lucas Bullock. Wind actually looks like it's picked up a little. High end over ends coming down inside the five and into the end zone for the touchback. Probably a good decision by uh, Blue Valley not to try and field that one with the Panther defense. Uh, bearing down on him he let the ball hit right at the goal line and 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 uh panthers lead 21 to 14 and they've had the ball three times and this is the third possession for blue valley north and they've scored their first two possessions panthers have done theirs primarily running blue valley's done them primarily passing Back to pass. Lots of time. Lots of time. Man over the middle. Dropped the football. I don't. I think it was incomplete, but he had it and dropped it. Yeah, it was just a little slant route, and he just let that one slide through because it, it was a very catchable ball. And, again, you cannot let Martin sit in the pocket for what seemed like an eternity. Second and 10. Well, we're only rushing three guys right now. Panthers have gone to a different linebacking core, more of a pass coverage type linebackers than the uh, run support. They show motion. Back to pass. Martin. Man over the middle. Caught. It's a foot race. Touchdown, old Blue Valley North. Well, again, you know, it was a well-thrown football. We just weren't there, and you cannot let a good quarterback have that much time. This kid will pick you apart all day long, and that one uh, really made uh, made things look very easy by Martin just hitting an in-stride receiver. The chaser was Amari Ramirez, and uh, that's that's who the cover man was for the Panthers, and once he caught the football, he couldn't catch the receiver. Now the problem with a with a team that throws a ball like this, even blitzing, you gotta he releases the football so quickly that it makes it very hard to defend against. Extra points up, and it's also good. So, eleven seventeen to go. It's tied up again. Again, I go back to that math: six possessions, six touchdowns. 
well, at some point you do. You got to mix things up. I'm sure that's what Coach Wietrich's thinking about here. That you know, you may have to sell out a little bit. You may have to call some blitzes. You may have to do something to get in the face of the quarterback and uh, don't let him just sit back there and throw. Well, and and, and I'm sure Blue Valley North. I'm sure they are saying the same thing about their defense because we've had very little trouble moving the ball downfield. But, uh, you know, at, at some point, again, and I hope it's ours, one of these defenses have to make a stop or two or, gosh, it could be who has the ball last is going to win <laughs> or at least maybe tie it up. Yeah, these are the <laughs> ball games that, you know, mistakes can play such a huge role too. a turnover here, a turnover there. And all of a sudden things are different. We'll see. uh to see what Blue Valley North does here. So far, they've been able to kick all the balls into the end zone. This time, uh, they will be kicking against a little bit of a win. Well, this this guy's got a pretty pretty stout leg, so we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see if he tries to kick it deep or if he pooch kicks it. What whatever he does, but he's got a pretty stout leg. He's approaching the kick, and it's a pooch kick to the near side, caught by Knox, and Panthers are going to have the ball out at about the 40, so I guess we could see that coming. Yeah, yeah, and if you're Tanner Knox, you're a guy, you're, you're not going to call a fair catch in that situation. I, I'm sure even if Coach Clark was yelling at him, call fair catch, Tanner's a senior. He's one of those bonsai guys that he's going to go at you every time. He's able to field the ball and advance the yard or two. So so you kind of wonder, we got the ball on the 40, and, and they don't kick deep, so they give us great field position. So I guess it's tit for tat, huh? Yeah, we've said that so many times, giving the Panthers the ball at this place, it may be not smart. A reverse to Edwards. He makes one guy miss, gets to the corner, throws a stiff arm, and he gets run out of bounds, virtually no gain on the play. Maybe they're going to give him maybe a half-yard loss on first Blue down. Valley North read that play very well. Dylan was did a great job just getting back to the line of scrimmage. Well, he got back to the line of scrimmage. I thought maybe they'd give him about a half-yard loss on the play, but they're giving him no loss. Second and 10 Panthers on their own 40. Edwards goes into motion to the far side of the field. Now he's in the slot. Now, Liston goes in motion, rolling to that side of the field. Caught. Looked like Liston. It's going to be third down and five. Well, that's a tough play for Lim to see, but we'd had a receiver that broke open uh, on the far sideline. was wide open and got behind their defensive back. Big third down play here for the Panthers. Wash, he's not going to get there. This could be the first stop of the game. Yeah, and I don't think Coach Clark has any option here, but to punt. It's fourth and still about five or six. Well, he's looking it over. Both teams have all their timeouts. Well, it looks like they're going to run it. Again, this is a big play here, uh, the way both defenses have played. Panthers are probably going to try to draw them offside, I think. 9.35 to go, 21-21, fourth down. Yeah, now we're going to call a timeout. Looked like Panthers were a little bit, little bit on the uh, confused side a little bit. I could hear the coaches on the other side admonishing 
Dylan Edwards to go on the play. So a probably smart thing to do. It's going to be fourth down still. Well, I think what they were trying to do, they were trying to get the hard count, get get five of it back where it made it a little easier. And then they, you know, you do the hard count, you get a team lulled into, hey, they're just going to do a hard count. Dylan was supposed to go in motion and then uh, maybe maybe see if, what they could uh, make happen out of that. But Dylan didn't go in motion. No, he didn't. And Panthers, anyway, used a full timeout. Uh, once again, we have a ton of listeners online uh, in Memphis, Chicago, Kansas City, Oklahoma City, Germany, Blue Springs, Dallas, and Topeka. As always, uh, you can listen to these broadcasts online. You can listen to them live on the radio. Lots of ways to listen to it. Remember, after the ball game, you can catch these games on podcast anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. But uh, as the old saying goes, once a Panther, always a Panther. Well, look, Panthers bring their offense back out on the field. That's a gutsy call. But, you know, again, you, you got confidence in your offense, so this will be a big a big gain. Like I said, with the defenses playing as they are, you know, this is the big deal here. Back to pass. Caught first down well, that's at it. the 47. That says a ton for his confidence in Limwash and Reed Liston and the play worked, but boy, I tell you, that's a, uh, that's a very, uh, very tough play to make as a coach. And there's a player down. So while we got a minute, today's broadcast of Derby Panther football on a live one Oh five KDKQ one Oh five nine FM is sponsored in part by these great local businesses, Biddles automotive, Derby public library, DNB service center, Shelton collision repair, Riverside Cafe of Derby. Pause photography by Kelsey Lockie. Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas and DNM Mechanical Heating and Air. The next time you visit one of these Panther football sponsors, let them know you heard their ad on the Live 105 during the Panther football broadcast. And we still have a Blue Valley North uh, guy down on the Derby sideline. And uh, I see the Derby docks as well as the Blue Valley North docks are working on him. So let's hope that uh, not a serious injury. It's William Douglas is the is the downed player. Uh, he's their kick returner. In fact, he's returned all three of the uh, kickoffs that the Panthers have taken their way. And I, at least I thought it was eleven that was down. So yeah, it is. It's eleven. Boy, you got to go back to Coach Clark's call on that play. I mean, you know, we talked about it uh, several times this year about the coaches that are real riverboat gamblers. Coach Clark, maybe not so much that uh, that way, but. Uh, Man, that uh, that could have been a critical call. Well, that was a big play by the Panther offense. I mean, good and and it was good execution. Reed Liston ran the pattern just deep enough to get a first down, and uh, Wash hit him very quickly. Again, those are those calls as a coach that you're either the hero or the goat. And let's be tickled pink that uh, Coach Clark was the hero on that one. Yeah, and you're right. You're either a hero or a goat, and people talk about you. Yeah, that worked the, for that the Blue Valley the North guy. Did get up? He's uh, walking off with a little bit of help. So good to see him at least walking. Yeah, it is. We don't we don't want anybody hurt on either squad. We want a very clean, cleanly played game. And so far, we've had it. I've, I've got to knock on wood before I say this. There haven't been there have been very few penalties, and uh, you know it, it's just been very cleanly played so far. And, uh, you hate to see anybody come off the field like that. 
But if you're just joining us, neither team has been able to stop the other team's offense. Derby's been primarily all run. Blue Valley North's been uh, primarily if <laughs> in the air. Oh, yeah, they've got 250 yards passing already on us. Yeah, again, they had 290 on Blue Valley or Olathe North last week. Trips to the far side for the Panthers. Single wide out near side. Now we got motion coming into the inside. A keeper by Wash gets out to Edwards. He's going to get a first down and more inside the 35 down to about the 31-yard line. Well, again, a nice read that time by Lim Wash as he pitches the ball out to Dylan and Doyle, again, I, you, you can watch all the film you want to on a guy, and you can't tell how fast they are. Dylan Edwards is the fastest guy in this field today, as we've said all season. First and 10 from the, looks like, 32. They give it inside this time to Edwards. He pops outside, gets five, and there's going to be a penalty marker, I'm sure. I Just, just as soon as I open my mouth, it's going to be a, probably a hold on the Panthers. Well, it's thrown in the vicinity of where you got to assume it's going to be a hold anyway. Even though I knocked on wood, that didn't work got to keep you quiet i know i just shouldn't have said a thing so it's going to be a 10-yard penalty that's going to move the ball all the way out to the 41 they still have to get to the 21 for a first down do the panthers first and 20 back to pass goes wash and a man out in the flat caught reed liston Gets out to about the, like, 35, so it picks up about five on first down. Well, nothing else. Pass is keeping Blue, Blue Valley North a little bit honest. Second and 15. Game tied up, 21. 8.40 to go in the half. And it looks like a hard count there. Drew one of the... Uh, uh, North players offside, so that's going to help. It's going to be second and 10 instead of second and 15. Now, ball's resting on the 30 yard line of Blue Valley North. That five yards makes a big difference in your play calling. Playbook gets bigger. Panthers have 15 seconds on the play clock. The play is just now being taken in. It's under 10 seconds, so Wash is going to have to get the play called. Pitched it out to Edwards. Good block on the outside. He's going to be close to the first down. It's going to be third down and less than a yard, I believe. Uh, you, you called it. We had a tremendous block at side time by one of our wideouts, and that's what really sprung uh, Edwards to get down where he was at. Yeah, it's going to be third down and about a yard to go for the Panthers. Again, the score is tied. Wash on a keeper, and he gets hit hard. He's going to be close to the first down, but I think he might be. Yeah, they're, the guy on this side's already made a determination that now, he they didn't both get did. It. I, I thought it was going to be really close, but unfortunately, I think Edwards is going to be just shy or limp. It was fourth. He got hit pretty hard and driven back. That's, you don't see that on a limb very much, getting driven backwards. He usually falls forward, and if he would have fell forward, it's been a first down. Anyway, it's fourth down and about a half a yard. Liston goes in motion. Up under center goes Wash, and the oh. Panthers move 
trying to trying to run something special. Well, I think you were going to try and see a direct snap back at time to Edwards, and Lynn was going to go in motion. Unfortunately, we had two or three linemen that jumped at the same time. Well, see that 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 puts a lot of pressure on this Panther offense now, especially, if, and we're going to go for it. Well, yeah, you you just went from fourth and inches to to fourth and six. Yeah, it's going to be going to be a tough deal here for Derby. And we picked up. Uh, we've done this before on fourth down and picked up the good yardage. So let's clock hope, moving uh, six fifty. Clock moving six fifty. Fourth down. This is a big fourth down play for the Panthers. Back to pass. Caught. It's gonna be close. They caught it. Yeah. Yeah. They they, they made the call. That should move the, the call. sticks. Well, again, that was with an empty backfield. How often do you see the Panthers empty the backfield on an offensive play? Trayvon Rose on the catch. Yeah. Blue Valley North still lobbying for an incomplete pass, but I don't think the uh, officials are going to have anything to do well, with the, that. The one that called it was standing uh, two yards away. The one that called the completion was two yards away. So it's a first down. Should be a first down. Now they, they, the guys with the sticks haven't moved him yet. I, I know the officials are trying to get him going as quick tempo as Derby wants to go. they got to hurry. I don't know what all that call explanation was. Edwards, still on his feet, gets inside the 15, down to about the 13. That was a weird, a weird deal. I thought our guy might have dropped it, but the guy right there said catch from from the very start. Second and five. Wash on a keeper, and he gets dropped for five. Uh, Blue Valley North read that one correctly, and was in the backfield. Lim had nowhere to go on the place. So that's another big loss. Uh, Blue Valley throws uh, Lim Wash on. I'm, I'm going to guess that was a missed assignment because nobody touched the man that got in on Wash. That brings up third and 11. Panthers need a big game. They don't need all of it back, but they need the biggest part of it. Back to pass. Caught. Drake Thatcher, he's going to be a couple three yards short of the first down, so it's going to be another fourth down for the Panthers. It'll be our third, our, our, our third fourth down attempt on this series. And it's three yards to go. No question where Clark's going with this. Four forty-five. Tied score. Wash, they didn't get it. The ball picked up. It was fumbled, picked up by Edwards. It's going to be very close to the first down. Yeah, I think he's going to be just shy of the first down, looking at where the, the sticks are on the other side. And it is. Unfortunately, after the uh, bounce, it looked like maybe Edwards was going to be able to, to pick up first down yardage, but he comes up just short. So Doyle, that's the first stop of the ball game by either defense. And it's not supposed to be that way. It was supposed to be our defense doing <laughs> that. But game is still tied. They got 90 yards to go. But the last two pass plays that they've scored on have been one was 72 yards and the other one was nearly that far. So, you know, it's it's if we don't play good defense here, then uh, now, Panther defense needs to step up here.
Back to pass, lots of time, just a little hit out in the flat. Picked up six. I say lots of time. I mean, nobody's getting close to it. No, and again, you've got to put pressure on a good quarterback. There's the, no question about it. This kid has a good arm. Well, we're not, we're not getting close to it. I mean, we're not putting any pressure on him at all yet. Panthers making some adjustments on defense. Back to pass. Just a quick pass out in the flat. Going to be a first down. Well, these quick hitters are, are just as good as, you know, a lot of them are for four and five yards. It's all they're after. But if you can move the six after two passes, why not? Well, we're playing off of them four or five yards. I mean, they're just running right out into the open area, and he's got he's getting rid of it quick enough that tie score. Panthers got stopped on offense for the first time this game. we got to remember now that uh, Blue Valley gets the ball to start the second half. Quick pass. That could have been intercepted. That was just a just a quick throw. The, the receiver wasn't looking. Well, it looked like he was running a hitch and go. He started to go back downfield, and, and you're right. I think it caught our safety off guard, and it uh, definitely caught uh, the receiver off guard. Yeah, he didn't even look, and the ball went right past him. And had he caught it, it might have been trouble for us. Second and ten, anyway. Quick pass out in the flat. Picked up. Uh, no, no good. I think he was out of bounds. Well, he's marking it. I know I saw him do that, but. Yeah. Okay, it's third down and ten. This is the first time Panthers have had these guys third down and 10 today. So they've got to play. A huge third down here for the Panthers. Huge, with 3.20 to go. Huge third down play for the Panthers. And you got you got to have somebody spying on the quarterback in case he takes off and runs. Back to pass, just a quick. Pitch on the inside. Panthers got him. Got a four-yard gain. It's going to be fourth down. Well, Blue Valley North tried to get a little cute on that play, and it didn't work for them. You got to think from here, yeah, and Blue Valley North is bringing out their punt team. You'd be absolutely crazy not to in this situation. My so, Doyle, both defenses came up with big stands. Both stance. defenses have came up with nice stops. Got Edwards and Knox back deep. Going to be, looks like Edwards caught it at about midfield, 45, still on his feet. Going to get inside the 45, maybe down to the, about the 44 of Blue Valley. So the Panthers have 238 left, and it looks like two timeouts. So they've got time to punch one in. What a, what a strange event we just saw take place. Both teams going down, scoring on Will and the, uh, on each other. Panthers get down deep and can't put points on the board, and then they force Blue Valley North to uh, turn the ball over. Yeah, that was that was a nice series by the defense. Maybe we're on to something. Uh, let's hope so. But, yeah, if you're Blue Valley North, you got to question that call. Why get cute when everything else has worked? KDKQLP Derby. Maybe he didn't have a quick 10-yard pass. <laughs> Edwards 
on the fake. Wash has got all the time in the world. Caught. Reed Liston. 10-5 touchdown. Wow, just like that, Lim Wash makes it look easy as he's able to find an in-stride Reed Liston. Doyle, that was a quick answer by the Panthers. Yeah, it took about five seconds. There's now 2.29 left. Panthers lead 27-21. to That was just that, that pass hit listed in oh. stride, and that's all she wrote. And everyone forgets that, that Reed Liston's got pretty good wheels, too. He's able to outrun the Blue Valley North defenders into the end zone. So nice pitch and catch by the Panthers. Now the all-important extra point. It looks like the extra point is going to be very important today. And it's good, so the Panthers lead 20. I, I, you're sitting on the wrong side of me to get your to get your call. <laughs> uh, you're sitting on my south side where they were kicking north, so I couldn't, couldn't get your immediate call. Wow, that was just a nice series. I mean, if you're Coach Wietrich, you got to be tickled with the fact that your defense finally got a stop and was able to give your offense the ball back. And Coach Clark, I think, probably got Blue Valley North a little off kilter when he came out first play. He runs a pass. I think they're they're so used to seeing uh, the option that they uh, they didn't play it well. Well, Panthers lead now 28-21, so there's – 49 points scored in the first half of a 6A state championship game. I think uh, uh, Blue Valley North scored 30 points last week, and uh, they've already scored 21 points this week. Well, this is one of those ball games that you know both offenses can score very quickly, so it very well may be who gets that additional stop or what turnovers happen. It would be nice for the Panthers to shut these guys down here right before half and and go in with a, a touchdown lead and uh, maybe try to get some things going. And maybe they've got something going. I mean, that last series was was pretty nice. I mean, kids played very well. They got them in third and long, and, and, uh, you know, maybe they're not that comfortable in third and long. Simmons needs a good kick here. It's going to be... Taken at about the so four three yard line somewhere in there. Panthers stop him short of the twenty at about the seventeen. So it's going to be first and ten for Blue Valley North at uh, about he, the I don't know seventeen eighteen yard line. They haven't quite marked it yet. Any guess on what Blue Valley North's going to come out and do? Well, I'm well, it's it's a hard guess, but I'm <laughs> going to say they're going to put the ball in the air. And I believe they've only run the ball twice, that, one a quarterback sneak and one on an option. Other than that, it's been all pass. That's all I can remember. I, I cannot remember more than those two runs. Well, I guess the last play there was kind of a little shuffle pass. And it was a pass. So, <laughs> Anyway, Martin is the quarterback. Back to pass goes Martin. Got a man out the screen. Panthers read it, and they pick it up and maybe lose a yard, maybe two, does Blue Valley North. Yeah, a little screen pass. It went off his hands and went up in the air. How critical would that have been if the Panthers would have picked that ball? Two minutes left. Panthers lead by a score. Second down and looks like. 11 and a half, 12 yards to go for Blue Valley. Panthers switching coverages up a little bit. Now they're showing blitz. Luke Stewart 
acting like he might blit. Now he drops back into coverage. Panthers, they're going to get him back. Finally. Back. Good job, Panther defense. Now the Panthers need to start thinking about using some timeouts here. And I think Coach Clark may have gone out and just used one, but how huge was that? Coach Wietrich dials up a bit, blitz play, and it put all kinds of pressure on Bon Martin. Well, I'll tell you what, those officials were very kind to Mr. Martin because he went down at about the one-yard line, and they're marking it on the five. Yeah, I think they're saying forward progress there, but still, what a call by Coach Wietrich. Well, if that would have been the case, they'd have called forward progress back on the 10 or 12. He He was retreating, so... Pretty good job by the Panther defense. I get excited about those blitzes, especially when they work. And yeah, again, those are just those calls that you you can't help but love. Yeah, it's going to be third down and probably about, oh, I'm going to say 20, probably close, 18, 19 yards to go. So the Panthers, if as long as they can play one more play with uh, good defense and don't give up a long pass, then uh, they, they could get the ball back with – you know, over a minute to go here in. Well, you're, you're in that place. Half. Panthers smell blood in the water now. I mean, they want the ball back. They want an opportunity to put more points on the board here before the half. Panthers have to be smart because this guy can, he could come up with a, he could come up with an 18 yard gain pretty darned easy. I guess it's 22 is what they've got posted on the board. Well, yeah, and how often do you see an aggressive defense playing something tough like that, and now all of a sudden you see a guy spring loose for a big gain or so? You're you're exactly right. Panther defense has to play this one uh, smart. Well, I mean, they've had two long passes so far today. One for one was over 70 yards for a touchdown, and uh, so they're they're very capable of picking up this yardage needed for this first down. And, and you got you got to wonder will will the Panthers kind of rush three and play coverage or will they try to put pressure we, we don't know what they're going to do back to pass got all the time in the world got a man over yeah i was gonna say if there's a call it should be against the offense for pushing off yeah, it looked like the receiver pushed off our the, guy. The receiver definitely like. pushed off the Panthers. I think it's probably a good no call, but if there was, that was going to be the call. Doyle, how big is this? This is going to force Blue Valley North into a punting situation here from their end zone. Into the wind. Panthers still have a minute 26. Well, I know this guy's got a pretty good pretty good leg. I don't think the Panthers are giving him enough respect. Maybe they are, but he, I was watching him in warm-ups, and he, he can flat boot the football going to be taken at about the 35 by Dylan Edwards. Oh, Dylan's going to get outside. Makes a guy miss. 20, 15, still on his feet, right about the 15-yard <laughs> line. That puts Derby right where they want to be here. We've still got minute 13 left before the half. Panthers deep in Blue Valley North Territory, set up by a couple of great defensive stands. Yep. Got to give got to give the kids credit there. They And that that no call out there on the pass play, yeah, I I, I thought their guy shoved our guy, and uh, that was a great no call by the – you won't hear me say that much. That <laughs> well, they put, they no put Deshaun McCullough out wide. They were going to pick on him, and you could hear the Derby coaches already saying, watch one, watch one, and Panthers got out there and uh, played it very well. First 10 from the 15, back to pass. Wide open, wide open in the end zone. Touchdown! Wow, just like that, Doyle Panthers jump up two scores on Blue Valley North on a couple of big defensive stands. 
How big is that? Very big. Huge, as a matter of fact. It's now 34 to 21. We've said it so many weeks in a row. You don't want to give this Derby Panther offense or defense room to breathe. You let them start getting comfortable. They make all kinds of things happen. Well, Liston was wide open. I mean, he was he was so wide open. That, <laughs> and the extra point's good, so Panthers extend their lead to 14, 35-21, with still a minute eight to go in the first half. So that still comes out to 56 points scored in the first half in a 6A championship game. Well, if you're the Panthers, you got to look at a, a minute eight left, and you go, man, that's an eternity for a team like Blue Valley North. Well, hopefully they can come out and play some more defense because, you know, Blue Valley is going to be putting the ball in the air. No question. The only only other good thing for Blue for the Panther defense is Blue Valley North is thrown into a wind. You look at the flags over on the other side, you can tell they're uh, they seem to be at least moving more than they were when the ball game started. Yeah, it's it's uh it's picked up some, but it usually does in the afternoon. And you know this we're playing an afternoon game, which is. In and of itself, not right, <laughs> but we'll take it. <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll take it. It always is right for us, and uh, on a Saturday at the end of the yeah, at the end of the season. Oh yeah, we'll take it. It never gets old, does it? As I've said before, the only thing that gets old is us. <laughs> Older, maybe. I can't pick up. It looks like back deep is Deshaun McCullough, and on the far side, I can't pick up the number. It, it might be Lucas Bullock. But I can't tell. It could be a three. It could be a six. It could be a nine. We're going we're gonna to think it might be three. As I said earlier, these numbers are very hard to read. End over end coming down into the end zone. And it's going to go into the end zone. They'll have it on the five. And it was Alonzo Morgan that I couldn't read the number. He turned into the sun. The sun shined off that number, and I was able to read it. Now, Simmons was able to get pretty good foot into that ball. So, Panther defense, and, and you gotta, you got to figure, whatever they did the last two possessions, they got to continue doing and not change anything up because they're going to get the same song and dance from uh, Blue Valley North. So, those guys are going to be putting the ball in the air. Quick pass in the flat, caught first down outside the 30 to about the 32. Yeah, if you're the Panthers, you don't want to get in so much of a prevent defense that you let Blue Valley North keep chewing up big yardage. Exactly. That, that was my point. You don't want to just let them get 10, 12, 15 yards down the field. They've got three timeouts and 50 seconds left. Back to pass, just a quick pass. Oh, big hit. Hit immediately. Looks Jack like Hyman on the hit. It's going to be third down. Or make make that second down in about seven. Now Blue, Blue Valley, Valley North is going to use the timeout. They've got three. Now they've got two. So that was a quick hitter. Jack Hyman just lit him up when he caught the ball. Yeah, that that's uh, Jack's going to intercept that one of these days because he's smart enough to figure that one out. Well, Jack Hyman's an all-state linebacker and a guy that's already had two or three picks this year. So, you know, yeah, he's uh, he's a wily guy out there. He's going to uh, sit back and uh, and read one of them. Anyway, the Panthers, you know, there's 38 seconds left. Panthers lead by two scores, and you know, it's it's 
they've had two stops. So both t- the other teams had one stop, and we've had two. And that's the difference in the ballgame. I mean, that's that's exactly the difference in the ballgame. So it's whichever defense stands up and, and uh, gets after it for the next 24 minutes and 38 seconds. They're going to be the winners. Yeah, Panther defense has to stay pumped up here. It's a lot of time left uh, with two timeouts. Back to pass. Lots of time. Got a man open. Picked Pick off. off. Picked off by Case Lindsay. 40. That was a wide <laughs> open. That was Case Lindsay read that all the way. That was a great play. Well, Case and Lindsay, we talked about him on the way up of how much he's changed over the year and, and really gotten better and better each week. Doyle, that puts Derby back with another opportunity to put points on the board. And I'm, I'm telling you, you're crazy if you don't think Coach Clark's going to go for points here. Got 28 seconds. They lead 35-21. Still have one timeout remaining. I, I knew that was going to be an interception from the start. I saw Case Lindsay kind of sneaking over there. And then when the ball got in the air, he read it perfectly, picked that thing off. And, he, you know, Case is a wrestler. He's not, <laughs> he's, he's not quite that fast, but he's smart. And that's a big deal right there. In motion, back to pass, a little bit of a screen, and it was set up perfectly. It was set up well, and if Dylan would have been able to get his hands on the football, uh, no telling where he'd have gone. That could have been six more because everybody was on the far side of the field. It was a screen to the near side. And, yeah, it was just a little bit out of his reach. He catches that, and he might score. Of course, he does anything, and he (laughs) might score. That's just the way he does it. 23 seconds left, second and 10. Rolling to the near side, Wash. Now he's going to get back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be third and long. Yeah, you're going to have to burn up that last time out here, unfortunately. And it looks it looks like that uh, Blue Valley, they're playing the, they're playing the deep ball pretty well. Yeah, so it's you, gonna, you about gonna have hard. to going to be hard to go for a deep ball on this play. You're going to have to do something like over the middle maybe to read listen and let him see how far he can run. So, uh, you know, that, that, that might be how that's going to have to work with 16 seconds left. I think the Panthers have kind of dialed up a, you know, at least a third down and 10. They're going to, they got one of those plays in their playbook. Well, you're, you're, you got to figure coach Clark's got a playbook that, uh, is as deep as anyone. Looks like so. the L.A. Times phone book. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, for most of the year, he stays on page one, paragraph one, but he, he digs into it deep there on days like today. Man, you got to love it. I mean, he'll grin at you sometimes and go, hey, I like things on film. I want somebody to worry about me running that play later. I may never do it again, but he goes, I want them to think about it. Third and long for the Panthers. This would be a big this would be a big deal if the Panthers could score in the next 16 seconds. They lead 35-21. Reverse. There it is. There's the old reverse pass. Oh, yeah. Mercer, touchdown, Panthers. Touchdown, oh, Panthers. That is Great the play Panthers. we talked about on the way up where we wondered if they'd ever pull it out of the bag. They just do it for a touchdown. My goodness. Yep, we saw that coming. He was talking about that. And I think when we talked about it, he just grinned. And well, said, we, we got we, it. We talked about it, and, and you called it right. You said for him to run that, he's going to have to roll to his left. Yeah. And, and that's exactly what he did. 
That was a wide-open Drake Thatcher. And the uh, Panthers are going to lead 41-21 with the all-important extra point to follow. Now, that was a backbreaker right there. And it's up, and it looks good, and it is good. So with seven seconds left, the Panthers lead 42-21. Man, Kevin, the last the last two minutes has been a nightmare for <laughs> Blue Valley, and it's been wonderful for Derby. Well, and, and, Doyle, I think it was week two or three when I asked Coach Clark about that play. I said, hey, will we ever see it? And he's just grinned and said, it's in the playbook. Well, could you dial it up at any different time? That was absolutely fantastic. I bet it's on page 576, <laughs> paragraph, last paragraph on the book, in the in the page. <laughs> well, that if was you're a Blue, great call. You know, if you're Blue Valley North right now, you're going – Hey, man, we're going in trailing big in this ball game now. Yes, you're going to get the football to open the second half, but how much wind just ran out of your sail? That, that, was, that was a big deal, that, that play right there. And what it was, if you didn't see it, it was a, a pitch to uh, Reed Liston, who thought that uh, he would run it on a sweep, and Drake Thatcher snuck out into the, <laughs> into the open and – Reed hit him right in the numbers, and Thatcher did the rest. Well, let's let's understand. Reed Liston's a guy that used to be a quarterback, and he's a left-hander, and we were like, the only way that play's going to work is Reed's got to come to his left side. And sure enough, it worked. Kicking off Scott Simmons. High and over. It's going to be a little bit shorter. It's going to be taken at about the 10. Panthers are down the field quickly, and they cover the return by Alonzo Morgan short of the 20. And if I'm Blue Valley North here, I just, I, I want out. I want to get in the locker room and regroup. I don't know that I want to take any crazy chances of throwing one downfield and taking another uh, opportunity to get picked. Well, that that uh, that last touchdown, the Panther, that was a neat play. And all we all we've done is been talked to about it. And uh, now we got to see it. And here's what I noticed. I noticed the Blue Valley fans are sitting on their hands right now. Well, that play was all set up by the Casey Lindsay interception. I mean, too many things happened there, and that's exactly Blue Valley's just going to get out of this half. Absolutely set up by Case Lindsay's interception. And uh, I could see him on the field. He's pumped up. I've watched that young man wrestle a lot of matches in high school. He's a competitor, and uh, he'll remain a competitor. Well, right now, momentum's wearing gunmetal gray, so – Going into the half, uh, I think if you were midway through the second quarter, if you if you stepped away and took a break, you're going, man, this teams are battling back and forth. Well, now the Panthers lead 42 to 21 at the break. Yeah, just just that quick, Kevin. I mean, what was the last under three minutes? Panthers scored three times, I believe, and and you know that's got to be that's. I mean, I know how you can be mentally tough as as all get out, but that's got to affect you some on the on your mental side of the ball when you think, man. We just give up three scores in a short order. Well, no question. Then you go in and, you know, you're looking at a team like the Panthers and you're going, these guys are perennial state champs. These guys are here every year and you're playing them tough. You know, just mentally, their coach is going to have to keep them psyched up. And, you know, Doyle, I've been watching some of their guys down on the sideline and you could see the heads start slouch and the body motion started saying, uh-oh. Here we go. And uh, the Panthers got to come out fired up in the second half and, well, and keep and, things and, moving. And, you know, I, I – to, to to add to what you just said, uh, when the Panthers kicked off here just a minute ago, a few minutes ago, whatever, their last kickoff, I, I, one of the receiving receivers, deep men, had his head down, and he was kind of scoffing at the turf a little bit. And 
you know, that's, you know, the coach has got to get them out of that or, or, you know, it could be trouble for them. Well, and again, you're, you're, you got to this point in the season and that's what you got to do. You got to be working on the mentality of them as much as anything and go, Hey guys, you know, we can score on these guys. We get the ball first. Let's go up and change this, this thing. I think if you're a Blue Valley North coaches, though, what you got to be worried about is you've yet to really stop this Panther offense. Yeah, man, I, I'll tell you what, it, it just, it, it's, it, it's a testament to how the Panthers can score. They score three touchdowns in, little of no time and i mean that's got that's got to shake you up a little bit doesn't it <laughs> well you would you would definitely think so and again you know the way that the half ended it, it turned into a nightmare for for blue valley north i mean it couldn't have gone any better for the panthers and an absolute nightmare for blue valley well, north. I, I don't think that uh, that pass that listed through for a touchdown to uh, drake thatcher i don't think we can use it again this game <laughs> but by golly we used it when we needed to and uh Again, we've talked to him about that play, and, you know, he's always got a one of them little, you know, I, I, I'd like to say the real phrase, but one of them little grins on his face, and he just, you know, when we've talked to him. so he, Well, the, the funny thing is we talked to Coach Clark two or three times a week, and, and that night I was looking at him, and I just thought, man, I came on this new revelation for you, Coach. You could run this play, and you you said it. He gave me that little grin of, of uh, Kevin, that's in the playbook. And, <laughs> and again, what a, what a great call by uh, the coaching staff. Well, I know I'm pretty, pretty – uh, excited right now we're up by 21 points uh, it was tied just a few short minutes ago and the panthers now lead this one 42 21 this is panther football on live 105 kdkq 1059 fm you're home with panther football on the radio we'll be back Making plans for the special day? Pause Photography offers engaging photo sessions for couples, engagements, and weddings. Past photo sessions and more information can be found on their Facebook page, Pause Photography. You can reach them at 631-5417. Pause Photography, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. It's football season. You know what that means? Cold weather is right around the corner. MJB Heating and Cooling has been locally owned in Derby since 1984. They offer system servicing, furnace cleaning, and new energy efficient units. MJB Heating and Cooling can be reached at 316-788-4884. And their website is hjbhvac.com. Proud sponsors of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. The Derby Recreation Commission is a proud sponsor of Derby Panther Football, local community sports programs, and Alive 105. The DRC offers recreational facilities, special events, sports leagues, and programs like art, dance, fitness, and wellness all year round. DRC memberships now include youth and adult fitness classes, along with all other amenities. Learn more about the recreation opportunities the DRC has to offer on the web at derbyrec.com or on Facebook at derbyrec. Since 1946, Riverside Cafe has been providing hot breakfast all day, every day at all three locations. Riverside Cafe of Derby is conveniently located right off of K-15 in the El Paso Shopping Center, 824 North Baltimore Avenue. Menus and daily specials can be found at their website, 
RiversideCafeWichita.com. For more information, they can be reached at 425-0057. Since 1970, Wilhite Automotive has been servicing vehicles in Derby, Kansas. With their two certified master ASE technicians, they offer services like oil change, air conditioning, transmission services, and much more. Wilhite Automotive is located at 200 West Washington Street in Derby and can be reached at 316-788-0514. Locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Slabbit, how am I going to get to the Derby Public Library when I can't get this car to start? Don't worry, Granny Cletus. We can use the library's online learning resources to help. There's a section on auto repair, small engine repair, and even a database for hobbies and crafts. Great idea, Mooney Pie. Now I can fix this rust bucket and learn to juggle at the same time. Granny, be careful. Let's crank up this car and hit the town. Oh, Granny. Derby Public Library. Radio Shack, located at 707 North Baltimore, has been in business since 1991. Specializing in electronic parts, computer supplies, indoor and outdoor television antennas, weather scanners, and ham radio supplies. They are open from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. Monday through Saturday, and they can be reached at 788-4225. Radio Shack in Derby, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Programming on Alive 105 is in part made possible by Mike Brown of Elder Law of Kansas, located at 1033 North Rock Road in Derby, providing estate planning and probate services, as well as assistance with long-term care planning and preservation of assets. Our thanks to Elder Law of Kansas, 777-1186. Proud supporters of Derby Panther football. We're back at uh, Olathe, where the Panthers are taking on Blue Valley North. The Panthers currently lead this one 42-21, basically because last three, two, three, four minutes of the first half, Panthers scored three times. Well, it's been uh, a great ball game against the state championship ball game in 6A in a, in a year that you didn't know what was going to happen due to COVID. You didn't know Panthers missed a couple of games uh, due to the illness. Uh, I believe Blue Valley North missed uh, at least one game due to the illness. So, you know, we're just blessed that we're here and that uh, these kids are getting to compete. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and, and I don't know how many times you and I had the conversation through the course of the season. Well, we got one more game and then we got next week, maybe. And, you know, we were never sure until we showed up for the game on Friday night whether we were going to even have a game. And, and you know, it, it. but that's the way it's been this year. And fortunately, the Panthers and Blue Valley North are able to play the championship game. Well, I did just get a, an update on the Mill Valley, uh, Wichita Northwest game. At halftime, Mill Valley leads 21 to 14. And uh, we're kind of Mill Valley fans just from the standpoint of uh, – of, uh, Joel being Joel uh, being over there coaching these guys. And, uh, you know, of course, Derby played Mill Valley week one, and it was uh, a little bit different ball game that week. Panthers came out with uh, maybe a little cockiness and all kinds of things, and the ball got rolling downhill, and the Panthers could never push it back up. Yeah, it, it was it was a game that, you know, the, the coaches I'm sure built on, but it, I, I'm sure it gave the coaches the idea of where they needed to be by today, you know, to be able to be here today. And, uh, you know, the kids have played – it's been an up and down, like you said, an up and down season. They play three games and then they have to set out two. Then they play a couple more. They only had one, one home game during the regular season. And, you know, it's just been, 
a road team this year. <laughs> well, I think I said something a couple of weeks ago. It just reminded you the old Willie Nelson song on the road again. And that's been the Panther story all year. So, you know, the difference between going to Emporia, coming to Olathe, that really didn't matter to these kids. They just wanted to be able to come out and compete. Yeah, and, and they are doing that right now. And, and I'm sure that uh, there's a few adjustments on the defensive side. I don't know if you want to do much on the offensive side, but uh, I'm sure the defensive side, maybe the coaches are going to try a few more things. But Here's the deal. They got two or three stops there right there at the last, and, man, that was big. Well, Doyle, let's go ahead and get into our halftime stats uh, for today's ball game. In the first down department, Panthers have 16 first downs, Blue Valley North just 10. Rushing yards, this will tell the story of a lot of it. 29 attempts on the ground for the Panthers, 185 yards. Blue Valley North, four attempts on the ground, one yard rushing. Well, yeah, that just tells you. Whether they're a passing team or a rushing team or a 50-50 team, no. They yeah. are a passing team. No question. However, Lim Wash, 12 for 13, throwing the football 223 yards in the air for, for him, while Blue Valley North, 16 for 24 with an inter- interception and 255 yards. Well, we got, uh, you know, it, it, it's a great job by the Panther quarterbacks uh, passing the football. And, and I'm thinking maybe that uh, the, the Blue Valley North game plan coming in was to stop the run, which they haven't really stopped the run. And then we've been able to pass as well because we've had guys running wide open all over the place. Well, how about this for the first half? The Panthers, 408 total yards holding Blue Valley North to 256. Do a couple other th- key stats. Turnovers, of course, Blue Valley North had the one big turnover that resulted in a Panther touchdown, third down conversions. Both uh, Panthers four for eight, Blue Valley North two for four. Fourth down conversions. This one was a big one. Panthers three for four. Blue Valley North has not been forced into a into a fourth down play. But how how about the Panthers on that one series? I think they went for fourth two times and uh, were successful both times. Well, and you talked about Blue Valley's third down completion ratio is two for four. Well, the two times they didn't was late in the second in the second quarter, and that led both times to Panther scores. So, you know, the Panthers need to get more of that today. Individual stats. Again, how do you, how do you come? You know, we talked about Lim Wash have to have a big game right now. He's 11 for 12, throwing the football for 183 yards. And, and our favorite play, Reed Liston's one for one for 40 yards and a touchdown in the rushing department. Uh, or excuse me, in the, in the receiving department, Reed Liston, six catches, 103 yards. Thatcher two catches for 48 yards. Mercer Thatcher two carries or two catches for 46. Dylan Edwards a catch for 18, and Trayvon Rose one catch for eight. In the rushing department, Dylan Edwards again topples over 100 yards. This kid would have well over 2,000 had he been able to play all season. 14 attempts on the ground, 116 yards. Lamb washed 14 carries for 68, and Reed listed one carry for one yard. And of course, the stat that we all care about the most at halftime. Panthers lead 42 to 21. Well, just to get into that uh, Dylan Edwards thing, he's got 100 and what, 50, 145, 50 yards uh, this half. That's going to put him over, I believe, 17, maybe close to 1,800 yards in 11 games. You know, if we had two more, there's no telling. Right. There's no telling. Right. Again, Dylan Edwards, uh, right now, the Panther offense is is about all that uh, Blue Valley North can, can handle. I mean, they're looking at them from both the passing standpoint and the running. And I think so many teams come in looking at it and thinking, if we can shut down the run, we've got these guys boxed in. Well, right now, Lem Wash is 11 for 12. Yeah. And like you said, the big stat that we always like to report on, Derby 42, Blue Valley North 21 at halftime. 
This is Panther Football on Alive 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM, your home for Panther Football on the radio. We'll be back. Since 1985, DMV Service Center has provided motorists in the Derby area with auto repair services that include alignment, towing, engine maintenance, electrical services, and tires. Located at 722 North Baltimore, on the corner of K-15 and Britain in Derby, they can get you back on the road in no time. More information on services that DMV Service Center has to offer can be seen at dnbservicecenter.com or by calling 788-1641 between 8 a.m. and 6 p.m. Monday through Friday or 8 a.m. to noon on Saturdays. DMV Service Center is a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. For nearly 45 years, since 1975, Confederated Builders Incorporated has been serving the Derby area and other communities all over the United States with quality construction and building services. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, Confederated Builders is a general contractor specializing in restaurants and light commercial building projects. You can see homes, churches, strip malls, and other buildings they've built all over our community of Derby. They're located at 503 North Buckner in Derby and can be reached at 788 three. 701. Confederated Builders Incorporated, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Tired of pesky weeds? Tendercare offers lawn services like weed control. Along with lawn maintenance, they offer landscaping, irrigation, swimming pools, patios, cook centers, and more. Find them on the web at tendercarelandscape.com or you can reach them at 788-5416. Tendercare, located at 218 South Water Street in Derby. A proud sponsor of a Live 105 and Derby Panther football. Biddle's Auto, located at 300 South Baltimore, is here for all your car needs. Offering oil changes, tires, battery replacement, and repair of mechanical issues. Biddle's is always there. Biddle's Auto can be reached at 633-3121 and conveniently on Facebook. Biddle's Auto, a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. Serving the Derby area since 1976, Shelton Collision is here for all your repair needs. Shelton Collision offers paintless repair, body and mechanical work, along with rental cars and towing services. Located at 325 West Patriot in Derby, Shelton Collision is there to help you through any accident-related repairs. Shelton Collision is locally owned and a proud sponsor of Alive 105 and Derby Panther Football. We'd like to thank DNM Mechanical for their support of Friday Night Derby Panther Football on Alive 105. Locally owned and operated heating and cooling experts with over 50 years experience in commercial and residential service, installation, and indoor air quality. They offer 24-7 emergency service with their main goal to provide you with outstanding heating and cooling products from filters to complete system upgrades. Their motto is honesty, integrity, respect. DNM Mechanical, located in Derby at 2300 North Nelson Drive. They can be reached. 24-7 at 712-4025. More information can be on their website, dnmmechanicals.com. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. Counting our blessings this weekend, uh, getting ready for this weekend show. When Hillsong United stops by, they tell us how they got their start. Mike Weaver from Big Daddy Weave shares a verse that has spoke to him during this pandemic. Need to Breathe gives us details on what inspires their songwriting. And we'll hear some Christmas music this weekend from For King and Country and Micah Tyler. It's going to be fun. Sunday from afternoon to 3 p.m. on Spirit on Live 105. Transmitting his love to the world. For you. 
Sean Michaels and get ready for a special two-hour time travel trip as we take a listen to the biggest Christmas hits from your favorite classic Christian artists. It's the Christian Music Rewind Classic Christmas Special. I've got all the famous carols and traditional favorites as well as modern Christmas originals. Plus, we'll get inside the Christmas music from some top classic artists like Amy Grant, Jackie Velasquez, Avalon, Brian Duncan, and more. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Well, we're back at uh, Olathe Stadium here where uh, Panthers are leading Blue Valley North, 42-21, a big scoring spurt in the first half all by the Panthers, and uh, that's where the deficit is. I believe it's tied up 42 and uh, at 21, and then the Panthers scored, and then we stopped Blue Valley North a couple of times. Panthers put the ball in the end zone both times, and that's where the deficit is, and Blue Valley will get the ball to start the second half. They trail 42-21 around the state. Uh, all the ball games for the championship that are in progress or played last night in five, of course, Derby and Blue Valley North hooking it up here in 6A. But 5A, Mill Valley, they're playing Wichita Northwest. I think the last time we got a score on that, it was like uh, 21-14 Blue Valley or Mill Valley, excuse me. Uh, Class 4A, that game was played last night. St. James Academy, they beat Arc City. 56 to 34. St. James Academy ended up 8 and 4 on the year. Arc City 6 and 7. In Class 3A, Perry LeCompton 11 and 1. 11 and 1. They're playing undefeated Andale at 11 and 0. Class 2A, Rossville undefeated 12 and 0. They're playing Hosington, also undefeated 12 and 0. And we get into Class 1A, Olpe 11 and 0. They're playing Oakley. And they are 10 and 2. Eight man division one, Little River 10 and 2. They're playing Leote, Wichita County. And they are undefeated 12 and 0. Eight man division two, Hanover 10 and 0. They're playing St. Francis 11 and 0. Well, and I got an update on that Hanover score. Hanover won that ball game 46 to 24. Okay, Hanover is the eight man division two state champions, as well as St. James Academy in 4A. So we're ready to go here in the second half. Again, Panther defense is going to come out and start this second half. They lead by three scores, 42-21, and hopefully the Panther defense can stay in the mode they were in in the latter part of the second quarter because that is why we are ahead, 42-21, as our defense stepped up. Well, I think if you're Blue Valley North, you have to come out after half and you're going to get the football you about have to put points on the board. You, you got to look at it. And again, we say this every week. You only get so many opportunities to touch the football and you're, you're trailing 42 to 21. You got to make some things happen fairly quickly. You know, I, I just see uh, Lim Wash walking down around the, and you don't see him walking around too much, but he's walking around without his helmet. You know, he's a big young man. He's, if he don't weigh 200, he's awful close to it. And, uh, He's a load to bring down. Well, Lim Wash, we said it for the last two years. He's a quarterback uh, in a linebacker body, and when you stand on the field next to him, you can definitely see why. Well, Panthers are going to be defending the south goal, which is where they were at in the second quarter. Blue Valley, they'll have the – the Panthers will have the wind at their back. Blue Valley will have a slight wind in their face. Looks like, what, 10, 15 miles an hour maybe. I believe it picked up to 15, it said. Well, we're ready to go in the second half. Uh, the second half, Panthers need to keep their – on the gas. High end over end is going to be short. 
brought down at about the 12. Panthers stop it at about the 20. It was a nice, nice tackle in there. It looked like uh, Luke Stewart on the bring down. Well, the Panthers have that luxury of having such an aggressive kicking team that, you know, so often we pin guys inside the 20. And, you know, we've said it the last two or three weeks, guys have pooch kicked to the Panthers. They've done all kinds of things. And they give the Panthers the football at the 40, 45-yard line. And, you know, four plays later, they're standing in the end zone. So uh, having good special teams is definitely important. Well, I'm sure that uh, uh, the coaches for Blue Valley North told their players, hey, if they can score this many, we can do it in the second half. So let's go out and get it done. Martin is the quarterback. That's why they have two halves of football. He's in the backfield by himself. They show motion to the near side. Back to pass goes Martin. He's got a lot of time and missed his receiver i don't know that he was open but he just kind of led him a little bit too much well he tried to throw to the middle of the field and he really threw into into four-man coverage for the panthers they've got linebackers just kind of playing back at midfield ready for that short pass and they're giving him four or five yards and that's what he did he tried to throw into that coverage panthers showing blitz now they're backing off well the one time the panthers blitzed it was too much and we were able to sack martin second and ten Panthers lead 42-21, and the Panthers show a bit of a blitz, and it's a nice catch, and it's going to be a pass interference, I I guess. I, I don't know what the official was calling. Well, and it was, it was a, you know, the defender had gotten behind the Derby uh, defender. The receiver got behind the Derby defender, and ball was thrown out there well, but once again, Martin was hit hard on the play, so Panther defense was able to at least put some pressure on him. Well, it was a pass interference, I believe, is what the call was. But the catch was good enough for a first down anyway. So it's out to the 42-yard line, first and 10. He just kind of threw that one up, Martin did. Their their receiver made a a, a good play on it. Panthers did put a little pressure on him. First 10. Back to pass. Got a man over the middle. Going to be picked off. <laughs> Looks like picked off by Knox. Inside, down to the 45, still on his feet. 40, 35, and just gets tripped up at about the 32. Well, TK just delivers the TKO to Blue Valley North on the play. And Doyle, I'll tell you what, if you're Blue Valley North, not how you do things up at halftime coming out and saying, hey, we're going to throw the ball and get it back into Derby's hands. Derby could deliver a real blow here if they can put points well, on the Kevin, board. Kevin, you could see that. Uh, Knox was just like Case Lindsay in the first half. Knox was playing – he was playing near side deep, and he just – as soon as the ball was thrown, it was his. And, yeah, Tanner uh, did a good job of, of crossing field and picking up a lot of extra yardage. So our safeties have made two big plays in the last two times they've had the ball, the other team. Motion. Again, they give it to Edwards. He's going to try to get to the outside, and does. He's going to pick up – Maybe two yards on first down. Well, I think Dylan's upset with himself that he didn't maybe cut up the ball a little bit sooner. And to his right. Yeah, and he, he probably should have made the cut just a, a little bit earlier. But, Doyle, again, the speed this kid has, I mean, it, right now the outside containment for Blue Valley North just isn't there. Back to pass. Got a man open. Mercer Thatcher, he's going to be close, probably got the first down. He's got it, he's down close to the 20. Well, and this is something we've seen all game long. Derby receivers are able to get open downfield, and it's just really who Lim Wash wants to throw it to. 
10.50 to go. Panthers threatening. They lead 42-21. They're on the 21-yard line after the interception. Again, Edwards hits and spins, gets down to about the 20, probably picked up one running between the tackles. Yeah, Dylan had very little room to run that time, and he's uh, he's going to do well to pick up a yard on the play. Well, and you know, it's like we've talked. You know, you can stop him for a little no gain a couple times, maybe three, but that fourth time, it's going to be tough on you. Don't be surprised to see Derby go back to the air here. 42-21, 10 15 to go in the third quarter. Panthers on the 20-yard line. Pitch to Edwards. He's going to get thrown for a loss, I'm sure, because they cut the cut the edge real good that time. That play was, you know, it was deep. It was a deep pitch to start with, and he lost three or four yards. Well, and that's how you play that. You got to string out the field. Blue Valley North that time did a great job of, of stretching the play out. At some point, that back's got to be able to either hit the edge or cut up field. And, uh, One of the get, two. Yeah, yeah. Again, that time, Blue Valley North played it very well. There wasn't anywhere for him to go except back, and uh, he ran into the short side of the field, so that kind of slowed his gain down. Reed listened in motion to the far side, back to pass, goes wash, got a man out in the flat, caught, caught, Reed, listen, caught, listen, caught. down, five, touchdown. <laughs> Let's wait for the call unless he's – and it is a touchdown. Okay, I was waiting for the, the one-line judge wasn't calling it, but just like that, Reed Liston outruns the the Blue Valley North defenders into the end zone. Wow, Derby has just built a pretty big lead against a very good Blue Valley North team. Well, it, it ain't enough. <laughs> Sorry, Blue Valley, but that ain't enough because I know they're going to score a couple more, maybe three times. Who knows? Well, this has all been set up by, by the really three great defensive stands by the Panthers. Extra point is up, and it's good. So the Panthers now lead 49-21 to 21 with 9.55 to go in the third quarter. And again, Blue Valley got the ball to start the second half. Panther defense picked it off. It was uh, TK just kind of playing center field. And, and, I mean, I knew it was going to be a pickoff as soon as the ball went up in the air because I looked down to where it was headed, and there was Tanner. Knox standing yeah. there. And you look at Knox. Knox is a guy that didn't play the first four or five games of the season due to an ankle injury. And he comes in, and right now, I believe he's the third leading tackler on the team. Uh, he's got a couple of picks. He's a return guy on the punt team. I mean, Tanner Knox is just one of those guys that uh, he's a football player. Yes, he is. And, you know, he's uh, picked up his uh, tackle total, like you said. And, uh, you know, he's, he's uh, I don't mean picked it up. He's just He's caught up with the leaders, and uh, he, like you said, he set out three, four, I don't know, at least three and a half, four games for sure, and uh, he has absolutely turned it up. Now, both, he, uh, both of the balls that have been picked off were thrown into the wind, and the ball just kind of floated up in the air, and one time it was Case and Lindsay that picked it off, and the second time it was Tanner Knox, and uh, both of them ended up in scores for the Panthers. Both led to touchdowns. We like that. High end over end, it's going to get back inside the five, inside the end zone, and that's where it'll hit, and it looks like 
North will have the ball on their own 20-yard line. Well, how often do you see that? If, if teams watch film on Derby and they watch this kicking team, they look up, and, and we've seen it over and over, balls that could be caught in play, and these guys are like, hey, I'm going to opt to let this thing go into the end zone because I don't want to get my head knocked off by these guys. Yeah, their special teams are pretty aggressive. and Every once in a while, you'll see somebody break one on them, but not very often. First and 10 from the 20, Panthers lead 49 to 21. And they give it on a running play. Panthers stuff that after maybe a yard gain, maybe a yard and a half. That's their first run. Of the second half, keep in mind, they had four carries in the first half for one yard. So not not a very good stats for rushing the football. But you got to do what you do best, and that's passing the football and, and – uh, you know, Panthers know that. I mean, I'm sure they're playing their defense for the pass. Maybe they'll pick another one off. Back to pass, just a quick out over the head of the receiver. Now, see, that was so quick, the receiver wasn't even looking. Well, all of a sudden, you're taking Blue Valley North a little bit out of their game plan. They're forced to throw the ball a little quicker. Everything's exaggerated, and you got some players. Let's call it what it is. The the body motion shows it. Blue Valley North, uh, their body motion is saying, right now, we're getting our tails whipped. Panthers are showing blitz. Now they're switching up on the cover coverage. Well, we're playing in a press cover suit situation too, at least on their key receiver. Third eight. Panthers showing blitz, and he he just did get the first down. Our coverage guy was just a half a step late. Yeah, the Panthers put pressure on Martin again, so you, you got to like it from that standpoint. It's just a timing pass. 49-21 with 9.09 left in the ballgame. Panthers had him third and long there, and our cover guy was just about maybe a half a step behind, and that was enough. Back to pass. Over the middle, Panthers got Martin. Drop him for maybe a half-yard gain. Good pressure by the Panther defensive front. Well, what you got to like on the play is the way the secondary played. We had a linebacker that time picked up one of the wideouts. And you talk about uh, usually a mismatch, but uh, we had him covered. Well, and, and Martin was waiting for a deep ball to open up. And, and that the was Panthers, the guy we had covered on. The Panthers just kind of, they didn't give him a, enough time. He, he's he's trying to wait on that deep ball, and uh, you got to, you got to be pretty good offensive line blockers to hold the Panthers out for that long a time. 8.30 left, Panthers lead 49-21. Back to pass again. Pressure. And a ball is incomplete. It would have been a first down had it been complete, but it was through wide left. Well, and that time Searing was able to put pressure on Martin and forced him to throw the ball quicker than he wanted to. Now it's third and nine. Again, 8.21. The, the clock stops every time there's an incompletion, and so it could be a long second half with as many passes as, as we know that uh, uh, Blue Valley are going to throw. Third and nine. They show motion back to pass. Got a man. A, Panthers had him. Missed him. 
going to get a first down. Wow, and that was just another one of those middle screen plays. It looked like the Panthers were going to stop him, and next thing you know, he's wiggled his way out to a first down. Looked like they were going to stop him for little of no gain, and he ended up picking up 12. So first and 10 from the 45. So we've had him in third and long twice, and that's a good thing. Back to pass, quick pass in the flat. And the Panther missed a a wide-open tackle, and he carries it inside the 40 to about the 39. And again, nothing fancy. We've just seen so many of these short passes all afternoon long, and that was uh, right in that same zone. Yeah, we had a guy right there missed the tackle. That enabled him to pick up the extra, I don't know, 20, 15, 20 yards. They're now in the Panther 39. Again, they run it. The guy just falls forward, picks up three on first down, so it's second and seven. If you're Blue Valley North, though, you need to score a lot of points here pretty quickly. So the clock continues to run. We're at uh, the seven-and-a-half-minute mark here in the third. Again, Panthers lead by 28. It's going to be second about, I'm thinking second about seven for Blue Valley. Back to pass. Got a man wide open. Inside, right around the 20-yard line. He just stopped and turned around and hey, he just in sat. the open area. He just got into his zone and sat there and waited for the ball to be delivered. They are going to move the chains again. Yeah, there, there wasn't anybody within four or five yards of him. But, you know, that's, that's how, you know, go find the open area and I'll hit you. And that's exactly what he did. Panthers tackled him immediately. But it's uh, still first down. And they give it on a reverse and a little bit of a pass out in the flat to Martin. Ow, balls out the football. Oh, they're they're going to call, call it incomplete. incomplete. Oh, my goodness. That's probably a good call. I don't know that he really made a move, but there was a Panther defender there that hit him immediately, and the ball came out. Probably a very fortunate play for Blue Valley it North. It was a very fortunate play because the Panthers picked it up, and Martin <laughs> is he's struggling a little bit. Yeah, his, Martin. Martin is limping. His right leg is. Uh, his right leg took a pretty good shot that time. Six fifty to go. Forty nine twenty one Panthers. We're in the third quarter. Yeah, he's he's. Uh, th- this might be the time to dial up some kind of pressure on him because he obviously or it doesn't seem like he'll be able to move very good. Back to pass. Got a man over the middle in the end zone, just over his head. Pretty good coverage. By the Panthers, it looked like Amari Ramirez, but I, I'm not sure. It might have been Atkins. Well, and that ball was thrown. It was kind of through the end zone. So probably in a, in a place that if anyone was going to catch it, it was going to be a Blue Valley North uh, receiver. It was Ramirez. Second and 10, or third, excuse me, third down and 10 from the 21. And this is four down territory. There's no doubt. Well, no doubt. Trailing 49-21, you got to, again, you can't, three points isn't going to help you a whole lot right here. You got to have seven. Back to pass, I'm sure. He's, yep, back to pass. Get a man over the middle, caught. Just a quick slant. You can't hardly defend those. No, and, and again, an average quarterback doesn't make those plays, but when you get rid of the ball as quickly as, as he does, it, uh, <laughs> it changes the whole game plan. It's a first down. The only good thing is the clock's still moving with 6.30 to go. 
That was just—I mean—that was just a good pitch and catch. I mean, you can't hardly defend that. You, you... And they give it on a little bit of a. And Panthers sniffed that one out for little or no gain. That was a nice play out there by it looked like Ramirez who tripped the receiver up. Yeah, you, you notice Blue Valley started all of a sudden putting guys in motion, trying to draw some Panther defenders away from where they go, and they came back to the uh, far sideline that time. Panthers played that uh, very, very well. 49-21, 5.50 to go. Second and eight. On about the 11-yard line. Henry Martin is the quarterback, and he's calling the play, changing the play at the line of scrimmage. He's been able to walk off whatever was bothering him a couple plays ago. Again, there's going to be maybe. I think it's a delay of game. Let's see see what what the call call is. is. Delay of game on the offense, so that's going to move him back five more yards. He was calling a play at the line of scrimmage. Maybe he called two plays. I don't know, but he was sure barking out signals and – Now it's going to be second down and looks like 14. Again, four down territory this deep in the Panther end zone or end of the field. Pass. Panthers put some pressure on. Got a man. The ball was tipped. It was nearly picked off. Well, Panthers put a lot of pressure on Martin that time, and it forced him to come back against the grain with his throwing. Joel, I'm still watching him. He's he's still got a little limp to his giddy-up. I mean, there's no question about it. Not not as bad as it was, though. He took a pretty good shot down there by one of the Panthers. I don't know which one it was. Yeah, you can see he's limping in that. He was very lucky that he got that one off and didn't get sacked. Yeah, he's he's in a little bit. Yeah, he's in a little bit of discomfort right now. How much? We'll see. Five minutes to go. Panthers lead 49-21. Third down and a, about 14. This will be a quick pass, I'm sure. Back to pass, quick over the middle, just over the top, over through his intended receiver. So it's now fourth down. They're they're screaming interference. Uh, uh, that, that was good defensive coverage by the Panthers, and you know you you got to call it what it is. We had good coverage on the play. Well, if, if you're both pushing, you know you <laughs> you gotta. Well, look oh, like, they're gonna kick a field goal. I'm surprised. This surprises me. This guy can darn sure get it done, though. He's got he's got plenty of leg, but watch the fake is what I'm saying. And it looks good, but we'll wait on the officials. And it was right down Broadway, so it's now 49-24 with 4.55 to go in the third quarter. Well, I guess if you're Blue Valley North, the, the worst thing you could have to do there is drive the ball down the field and come away with no points and you know that would really deflate deflate the team instead they come away with three but uh you know still ate up a lot of clock it did it it uh ate up three or four minutes on the clock and uh you know panthers they just they need to continue to do what they do and make that 49 go up higher and uh you know at least to the middle of the fourth quarter anyway well, and you, you got to assume that Blue Valley North is going to start bringing some more pressure on them. Watch. They're going to have to do something to get the ball back quickly. And, you know, the, the good bright side of it is Derby's got uh, a lot of options. If you're going to come at him quick, Derby has a lot of quick hitters. Yeah, that could that could be a mistake. Not, not only that, then you leave the door open. 
for uh, number two. And, you know, they go running past and uh, trying to put pressure on Lim. They'll figure out a way to get the ball to number two. They're figuring the Panthers are either an onside or a pooch-style kick. Well, the last time in this situation, kicking into the wind, that's exactly what he did was a pooch kick. It's going to be, yeah, Wash and Listen, they're standing at the 20, and it's a pooch kick. It's going to go out of bounds. Yep, it went out of bounds, so the Panthers are going to get it, I hope, on the 35-yard line, so great field position to start this possession. And the uh, Panthers just need to, they just need to matriculate the ball down the field. You know, and, and, and it, I, I, you can't understand, I, I really don't understand why teams will give the Panthers the football at 35-yard line week in and week out. I just don't get it. I, I think I'd rather take a chance once in a while that my special teams could, uh, uh, you know, tackle those guys. But, you know, it, it, it's just weekend. We see it every game. KDKQLP Derby. First and 10 Panthers from their own 35. They lead 49-24. They're showing motion, both Edwards and Liston in motion. Trips to the near side. Wash cuts up the middle, gets out to about the 40, so picked up five on first down. And, Kevin, the good thing is the Panthers will probably keep the clock moving. Well, and I think that time you saw Derby unbalanced, strong to their sideline, then sent a guy in motion. So I think Blue Valley North read, hey, it's coming a, a sprint. Instead, Limp took it up right up the middle of the field. You know, I said it was uh, Liston in motion. It was Drake Thatcher in motion first, then Liston in motion. So the Panthers showed a lot of that on the last play. Pitched it out to Edwards. Finds a little bit of a crease. Ah, he's going to get a first down. Yep, he's going to get a first down. Hey, but that, that's the most important thing right now is keeping the clock running, moving the chains. First downs is what the Panthers need because if they get four or five more, that could lead to a touchdown. And you could see on that pitch play that, that uh, Dylan was going to be able to cut inside of the block and pick up some good yardage. First and 10 Panthers from the 45. They lead 49-24. Back to pass. Wash. Caught, but it was a low pass, and it's going to pick up four yards. It looked like could tell could tell whether it's Liston or no. It might have been uh, Mercer Thatcher out well, there. And, and the ball again. Derby showing a lot of different looks that time. The ball, everything came to the near sideline, and then Lim threw back against the grain to the far side to pick up about four. It was Mercer, and he it was a low throw, but he hung on to it and uh, picked up four. Drake goes in motion. Now they pitch it out to Edwards. He makes a guy miss on the outside. They're going to get a holding call on the Panthers. There's no doubt about it. You could just, you know, you see it. Yeah, and unfortunately that's going to back the Panthers up 10 more, but give us another down. Still going to be second down, but it's going to be second down and long. It looked like one of our linemen, uh, Held and you know you you get that when you're out on the edge like that you know you know you know you haven't seen Dylan cut up field yet you're you're reaching for your guy and that moved it back it's going to be second down and about 19 I'm going to guess well no 17 Drake Thatcher in motion back to pass Edwards and so, it, it was a screen, screen pass intended. but that's that's a second screen pass that we have not 
really ran very well. Yeah, it's been it's been overthrown both times. It's just kind of been pooched up there by Lim, and uh, you know it, you got it. You got to hit him and give him an opportunity to catch it. And uh, going to be third down and long for the Panthers. That that holding penalty just did not help us at all. Well, you brush block those guys and let them through, and that time they had it, they were through so quickly. Lim had to hurry the throw. Seventeen yards to go. Panthers have to get down into Blue Valley territory at the 45 to keep this drive alive. 3.13 left. Back to pass. Caught, and I think it was dropped. It's in the hands of the intended receiver, and his drop's going to be fourth and long. Panthers, this is, is the first stop by the Blue Valley defense in quite some time. I think, yeah, and you're definitely going to see a punt out of the Panthers here. So not much clock moved but we had a you know we had a couple of errant passes and a penalty that you know those are the kinds of things that kill drives well luke stewart needs to get off a good punt here yeah yeah there it is a little bit of a low snap but stewart got it off it's a spiral driving the receiver back he's on the ground i think the panthers got it doyle Ah, dang, that was a close play. And really, uh, you know, you got to look out at the at the Blue Valley North return guy and say, man, that's pretty basic. You catch the football first. And I think he heard a lot of footsteps. Well, that's the guy that's already made his commit to uh, Ohio State as a defensive back. And those are the kind of things that no one wants to see. Well, you know, you're living a clean life when you fumble a football like he did and <laughs> it bounces right back to you. It, it, it could have bounced anywhere else. Because we had people there, but it bounced right back to him. And but regardless, a nice punt by Luke Stewart. It was a nice punt. First and ten from the twenty. So the Panther defense back on the field. Back to pass. Now he's dropping it, bringing the ball in, and running with it. He gets hit by Heilman, and he's going to get close to a first down. Well, and, and we've been waiting for that for quite a while. That you know, you you set back up in the pocket. You let the pocket uh, collapse, and if you can look up and pick up big yardage, you, you ought to. Well, it's going to be second and about a half yard. Yeah, well, everybody's retreating to play pass, and, and then he's got nothing but room up front. Nobody touches him for six, seven, eight yards. That's just a good breed and a good call on his part. Back to pass, a little, little swing pass out in the flat. Panthers read it pretty good. They, he's going to pick up enough for a first down, but he's not going to get much. He got no. maybe a, a yard. Panthers read that play very well. Again, if you're Blue Valley North, you got to start putting points on the board quickly. You know, Panthers need another score for sure. That's just my opinion. <laughs> hey, we always take scores. Yep. Clock I evidently got out of bounds because the clock not moving. So there's 2.13 left. Again, Panthers by 25, 49-24. Panthers put a little pressure. And Got him. him. And sacked him for about a three-yard loss. Yeah, you, you know, and, and the one knock on Martin, that you can tell the kid's not overly quick. He's got a very quick delivery with the football, but he's not real agile on the feet. I think that's Samuel Domby. That made the stop, but I think they I think they call him uh, same. So he's the one that got the sack on the play. He's a sophomore, 
six four one ninety. They really like they really like Samuel. Clock continues to run. Third down, fourteen. Second down, excuse me, fourteen. I just wanted it to be third down. Again, pressure caught short should be marked short of the first down. That's going to be just short. Going to be a yard to go, so they picked up 13 on second down. Yeah, just a quick slant play. Panthers did get in and get a little pressure on him, but again, that's one of, to me, that's one of those indefensible plays that, man, if, if you make it click, it's, it's hard to defend. Third and one. Back to pass, just a quick hitter out in the flat. Going to be enough for a first down, but just barely enough, probably a half yard. But that's all you need, a half yard or 50. It's still a first down. And it just, again, the clock's going to start running immediately on the play. 40 seconds left. Panthers lead by 25, 49-24. They were stopped the second time they had the football, Derby was. Back to pass, Martin. Now he's got plenty of time. He's looking, got lots of time. Now he pulls it down, runs. Well, you, you got to give the Panther secondary a ton of credit on the play because Martin had time. He could not find a receiver. He's finally forced to tuck and run the ball, and he, and there's nowhere to go. That's probably gonna. They're going to try and get one more playoff here in the third. That was definitely coverage for the Panthers. It's I don't know that they'll get one off. Uh, they're not going to get one off. That's going to end. The third quarter, Panthers by 25, 49-24. This is Panther football on a live 105, KDKQ, 105.9 FM. Your home for Panther football on the radio. We'll be back. Hey, everybody. This is Andy Christman. Join me this week for a very special Christmas edition of Worship. Two hours of the best in modern Christmas worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. Plus, I'll be playing brand new songs from Zach Williams, Sandra McCracken, and so much more. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's Christmas worship with me, your host, Andy Christman. Worship with Andy Christman, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. And we're back at the Olathe, where the Panthers are leading Blue Valley North. 49-24, however, Blue Valley has the ball. And it's going to be, looks like second down and about four on their own 48-yard line. So it's, you know, again, that took a couple minutes off the clock after the Panthers punted, punted to them. So I'm with you, Kevin. They're going to have to start looking downfield, but I just don't – so far – and I. I'm not going to say it because I don't want to jinx this. Well, the, the last play, the Panther secondary played it as well as you could. There was nowhere for Martin to throw the football. He finally picks up a yard or two and is upended, and it ran the clock out for the third quarter. So well, I mean, Panther defense has to stay playing just the way they have been. Martin's looking for the home run ball, and the Panthers so far have, in the second half anyway, they have not given him that pitch. It's not been in his repertoire. He's still looking a little bit of a – oh, Boy, the receiver slipped. Man, that was close to an interception. Well, and he threw the ball very quickly. We blitzed on the play again, and it forced Martin to get rid of it quicker than he wanted to. The receiver hadn't turned around yet. 
ball goes out of his hands. This kid throws a, a sharp ball, too. I mean, it's not a floater out there. He throws BBs, so you got to be ready to catch. Well, I know we've seen that a lot. Not a lot, but a few times this game where he's had to throw it sooner than he wanted to to avoid a sack. Third and four. Back to pass, just a quick pass. Knocked, knocked down yeah. by the Panthers. That looked like, again, that looked like uh, Samuel Same knocking the ball down. So he's had a sack and a knockdown on this possession. I think, don't the way they call him, Same Same or something, yeah, some, like, something that. like that. The coaches have a nickname for that. But, uh, yeah, again, just a sophomore, and they're really impressed with this young they're, man. They're high on this young man. Fourth down. Big play here for the Panther defense. This could this could really salt the game away if the Panthers could hold them to a four and out. Turn over the ball on downs. They lead 49-24, do the Panthers. <laughs> Blue now Valley North's going to call a timeout, probably a wise one. Is that not their second one? That they've called, uh, it shows them with three on the I think that board. was their first of the half. Maybe it was sec- the first half they were using timeouts like crazy so anyway that's going to be fourth down and so you, you know they're probably going to be looking at a short pass something just real quick they can get a first down and uh panthers are you know i'm sure they're going to have a defense for that well you have to in this in this part of the field you got uh 11:54 remaining in the ball game. You trail 49-24. You need to move the sticks. If you don't move the sticks, Panthers take over possession. So you got to look at it and say, "Hey, I got to do a quick hit or something to uh, keep playing and keep the uh, the ball moving." Yeah, they've got to keep the momentum going. I'll tell you, uh, Panther defense has played since probably late in the, in the second quarter. Up to this point, they've played way better than they did the first first quarter that as we said you, you feel each other out and you can't tell on film what somebody's really doing so i think panthers were finally to make made were able to make the adjustments again fourth down and four from the 48 yard line ah, oh, it looks like i it's think gonna you're be, gonna see blue valley north I moving think it's gonna be blue valley on a false start but you're the receiver on this end tried to get a real early start that's gonna back them up five more and it's gonna force uh Blue Valley North into a, what look, appears anyway to be a punting situation. That I, was I, a big deal there. Right and, now, and, Tanner Knox is playing kind of halfway back, like they're not quite sure if they trust that uh, they'll punt in this situation. Fourth and nine. Yeah, it, it got back to him. Yeah, nice high. I just stay away from it, let it hit, take its medicine going to roll down inside the 10 or right inside the 15 to the 10 so panthers have it deep in their own territory with 11:40 to go in the game but they have the football and i think that's the only call you can make really if you're blue alley north is in that situation you, you got to play for for field position and you got to say man if i miss this i give the panthers great field position or i kick away and force them with a the long field I, i'm going to guess that that uh, receiver that jumped offside was going to run a deep post route because he was off quickly mm-hmm. And they've scored on a deep post route so far today. Now, Panthers just need to be able to move the ball, get out of this end of the field, and uh, eat up some clock. Yeah, they need to uh, use up four or five minutes and put one in the end zone. Wash gives it to Edwards. Edwards gets outside. 20, 30. Well, 
Well, real quickly, we got out of the uncomfortable part of the field with Dylan Watt, Dylan uh, Edwards picking up big first down. Yeah, he picked up 20. And, uh, you know, like we talked, you can stop him a time or two. But then that third time, going to burn you. <laughs> and that's exactly what he did. He got out to the, oh, I guess he ran out of bounds way sooner than we thought. He's, But he is on the 27. Wash, he gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. I don't know where for, for Lim to go on that play. Again, the, the, the great part of it is the clock keeps on ticking down. There'll be about 11 minutes, right around 11 minutes left in the game. Panthers lead by 25, 49-24. Yeah, Lim's a, a veteran quarterback, and you know that he's going to look down and use up as much game clock as he can. It'll be under 11 minutes before this play is, is uh, kicked off. Panthers showing a lot of motion. They better hurry. Yep, they just did get it off. Caught by Liston, first down. Ah, and you want to stay in bounds in that part of the field. And I think that's, you know, Coach Clark liked to play, but I think he just said that to Reed is, golly, man, instead of going out of bounds, go down shy. Here's to me, Lim Wash, yeah, you said, we both said he had to have a good game. And and through the air, he's having a great game. And running the football, he's having a good game. No so question. Lim Wash has done what? What Lim Wash needed yeah, to do today. And you and I said it. Lim Wash was the key to today's ball game. So far, we've still got 1040 left. There's going to be a timeout. Coach Clark, I think he's questioning the play clock. Well, I, I, and you know that last play that we picked up the first down, Lim let the play clock get down to two seconds. I mean, and, and that's what you want to do. You want to look at that and slow it down. And I don't think Coach Clark liked how that one was dialing up because I saw him immediately start running to the uh, line judge. Panthers. And you don't want to, in these kind of situations, when you had three timeouts, you don't want to make a silly mistake. You're, you're exactly right. 10.41 left. They lead by 25. Uh, again, uh, I don't know how it's going to end, but Panther defense has stepped her up since about, oh, I don't know, the second quarter. And uh, that's got to make them feel pretty good. Now, funny thing about those timeouts, you can't take them home with you. And you're in the last game of the season, so you might as well use them up and uh, get your plays called. You know, I think uh, Coach Clark knows if he can eat up a lot of clock here or put another points on the board that the uh, hill gets pretty pretty high for uh, Blue Valley North to climb. Yeah, it will. If, if we can if we can make put one more score up, it'll be a pretty pretty large because we're going to use another two maybe three minutes. It'll be a pretty large hill to climb for Blue Valley North. So the Panthers are going to have it first and ten when the timeout is over. They're on their own 42-yard line after the nice pass play to Reed Liston. That play's been open just about all day long. Yeah, Reed's caught seven or eight balls so far tonight. Panthers have stacked wideouts now. Thatcher, Drake's going in motion. Wash cuts up, makes a guy miss. Another He's first down. going to be down. close to the first down at about the 48 of Blue Valley North. And that was, the, that was Lim Wash making a couple of great reads. And you know what you notice in this state championship game, Lim Wash is running with reckless abandon. I mean, you know, earlier in the season, he was darting out of bounds and trying to stay healthy. 
he knows what, what this game means to the Panthers, and he's uh, dropping the shoulders and uh, going for every extra yard. My gosh, if the Panthers hang on to win, there's going to be players on this team that have won three state rings. <laughs> that, that's pretty cool in and of itself. Again, they give it to Edwards. He kind of just picks his way. Then he reverses his field. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20. I mean, he was dead meat on the other side of the field. He, re- he popped out of that. And just I, I, I was getting game. ready to say when, I, when you said he was down, I was like, I, I don't think so. He's coming back the other direction. And and just like that, Dylan Edwards has us uh, inside the 20-yard line of Blue Valley North. What a run by Dylan Edwards. My goodness. <laughs> I mean, he was in a rug, rugby scrum. And then all of a sudden, he went the other direction to his right and Ended up getting down to the 19-yard line. Panthers need to get the play in, or, or you know, they got five seconds left. So there, they got it. Wash. They pitch it back to Edwards, 15, oh. and he slipped at the 15-yard line, trying to cut to his left and get to the inside of the field. But I go back to that play clock. I know. I mean, it does get down there, but they're letting them take it down. They they want the, the, the play clock to get down to that two, three seconds and get the ball off. And, you know, that's, uh, again, the, 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 the luxury of having a senior quarterback that's been there and done that. Second down and about four and a half, five for the Panthers. Again, Wash on a keeper finds a hole inside the 10, inside the five. Touchdown, I believe, and it is a touchdown. <laughs> well, again, Lem Wash is a man possessed today. With the arm, with the legs, whatever it takes, Lem Wash is putting it all out there, and that was just a nice run by Lem. And, you know, if you're Blue Valley North, you got to realize 9-14 left in the ballgame, you're, you're trailing big here. Yeah, it's, it's uh, 55-24 with the extra point to follow. That'd be 31 if my math was right. Well, this has been a fun ball game. I mean, back and forth, back and forth. You know, last year's state championship was a blowout. I mean, it just happened quickly, and the Panthers uh, made no no, no question what was going to happen. A little bit of a high snap, but I think Simmons got it down and through. So with uh, 9-14 left, Panthers put another one on the board. They now lead by 32 points, 56-24. to 24 with still a lot of time left in the ballgame. And and what do you think people think when, you know, the word this year was this is a down year for the Panthers, that, hey, this is the year. If you're going to beat Derby, you got to beat them this year because I'll tell you what, the the, the cupboard's pretty full. There's a lot of guys coming back next year and the year year after. And Coach Clark said it. He goes, we're going to be fine. But he goes, this is is a younger team. And you're in the state championship game uh, right now winning 56 to 24. Yeah, it's uh, it's wonderful. I'm I'm and you know I, I'm not saying Blue Valley North doesn't deserve to be here, but these kids really deserve to be here. They've been through some pretty, pretty big adversities that they've had to overcome through the course of this season. And you know, it, it's just like you and I talked. They don't know. They didn't know whether they was going to have a game from one week to the next with this COVID stuff. And uh, you know, that's got to play on you a little bit mentally. Well, it speaks volumes for the coaching staff here. I mean, what they've done with this team, you know, the the defensive line, as we said, they were all new guys, and you have to replace them. And everyone kept saying, hey, pick on these guys. And somewhere, somehow, these guys have figured out a way to get it done. Kicking off again will be Simmons. 
Again, 56-24 with 9.14 to go in the ballgame. High end over end. It's going to come down at about the 20. It's nearly dropped by the receiver. He gets drilled at about the 25. Panther coverage team was spot on that time. And you got to expect here that you're going to see Martin going for the deep ball. I mean, <laughs> you know, like we, we talk about it every week. This isn't Las Vegas where you can double down and do all kinds of crazy things. You're going to have to put some points on the board really quickly. Yeah, with 9.07 left, and you're trailing by 32. If my math is right, that's uh, four scores. So Martin is the quarterback. Back to pass, obviously, just to, out in the flat. And he stayed in bounds. Stayed in bounds. Luke Stewart on the stop. Just a quick pass, probably five, six-yard gain. We'll give him those all day. You know, <laughs> Just stay in bounds, keep the clock moving. Looked like a six, well, five-yard gain. It's going to be second down and five. Yeah, and it really what's funny in these situations, the last two or three weeks, the opposing teams are in no hurry. I don't know whether they're already throwing in the towel, but they're not in any type of hurry-up offense. Back to pass. Now he's looking for the deep ball. He can't find anybody. He's just standing. Now the Panthers are going to get him and sack him inside the 20. Well, the, again, how often do you say it? That's a covered sack. I mean, you look downfield, you can't find a receiver. These receivers have got to come back to the football. If you're covered up, you got to make something happen. you got to help your quarterback out. Those guys just stopped, and, and it, it just uh, allowed the Panthers to get to uh, to uh, the quarterback. Ten-yard loss, and, and that's exactly right. That had to be a coverage sack. He kept looking and looking and looking, and finally the Panther rush got to him. And so it's going to be now third and long. They, they're moving their punt team over, so hopefully Panthers will make this a, a, a three and out. Back to pass now. Panthers showing blitz. We just missed him. Now he's got to run. Oh, come on, guys. Get him. My goodness. <laughs> he got all the way out to the 45-yard line. Well, and, and, again, we had a couple opportunities, but you got to credit Martin for getting out of being in big trouble and finally finding a spot down the sideline. Wow. He went out of bounds, I think. It's going to be a first clock's down. clock's moving. Well, it is moving. I thought he went out of bounds. Wow, that's a, that was a big deal there. I mean, yeah, we had him. We, we had, had him more than once. We blitzed on the play. It was a great call by Coach Wietrich. Yes, we had him more than once. We just couldn't execute. But that's all right. And the same thing here. He's looking he's looking for that big and they get <laughs> A guy runs through two or three of our guys, and uh, finally we, we take him down after a big gain. That was that was McCullough. Yeah, he's a big target out there at uh, 6'5". Moved it all the way down to the 31. Six, just under seven minutes to go in the ball game. Again, Panthers are up by 30, 32. I didn't know he stepped out of bounds, but. Maybe he did. Again, pass. He's got plenty of time. Now the Panthers are chasing him. They got him him. again. Again, he keeps looking for the home run ball, and and that gives our defensive guys a little bit of room. 
He lost. Looked like nine. Andon Carpenter finally got to him. And again, you know, the Panthers secondary, you got to give them a ton of credit because they're covering up these receivers. No doubt about it. I mean, the long run he made, that was, that was a coverage. And, uh, you know, we had opportunities and we just couldn't do that. But, uh, that time the guys stayed with it and sacked him for about an eight, and I'm going to say eight, nine yard loss. So it's second down and long. Yeah, no hurry by Blue Valley North. Back to pass. Panthers showing blitz. They get to the quarterback, and it's just incomplete. The Panthers had perfect coverage out there. Atkins on the inside of the receiver. He was the only one going to catch that. Well, ball. we again put a ton of pressure on Martin. We, I mean, he went down hard on the play, and that's what uh, I think the defensive change was: is we got to put a little pressure on this kid, and and call it also the secondary. Since about midway through the second half, they've covered very well. There's no doubt about that. Clock stopped with 6:07. Panthers still lead 56-24. It's going to be third down. And you know this is four-down territory, third down and 19. Panthers showing blitz, and they're dropping back in coverage. Again, they get him out, and out of bounds. I think he was out of bounds. I, but I haven't seen anything from anybody to say whether he's in bounds. Yeah, he caught it well out of bounds. All right, he's out of bounds because I see him moving the ball back. So it's now fourth down from the 40. So Panthers have one more shot at fourth and long here with 6.01 left. They get the ball back, and they can push another one in. Boy, wouldn't that be neat. <laughs> I mean, if you haven't realized it by now, I'm, I'm going to keep your foot on the throat, guy. <laughs> hey, we, we've seen weird things happen all the years we've done these. Yes, we have. Fourth down from the 40 of Derby. Back just a quick – it's going to be a double pass – Panthers have smelled it out, and it's oh, going to be incomplete. Jack Hallman, hello. Jack Hallman, the all-state linebacker, just lit up the Blue Valley North receiver. Panthers are going to take over on downs. Yeah, that was a double pass. You could see that as soon as the ball was snapped. Now, Luke Stewart was all over it. He just had, couldn't couldn't quite bring play down, and the ball was thrown across the field, and Jack Hallman just uh, Johnny on the spot. Yeah, you know, you talk about that kind of stuff, and, uh, you know, we had a game one time against Salina South. Salina South, we no question. We were behind like 30-some points, and we ended up beating them by a couple. So sometimes you got to keep that old foot on the throttle. Hey, that game uh, was just coming to my mind when you said that. First and 10 for the Panthers. They give it to Edwards. He gets to the outside. Uh, flag. First down. There is a flag on the play. He's not gonna. It's not gonna matter. He gets all the way down to the 30-yard line. It's probably gonna be on the Panthers. That's my guess. Yeah, where the where it was at was in that holding vicinity. So you gotta assume it's all coming back. Holding on the Panthers. So that's gonna make it second and 20. Well, they're gonna they're gonna mark it from the where the yeah they are. So it's gonna be second and twenty one. Uh, still, again, it, you see the body language on Blue Valley North. It just really changed. It actually changed right before the half when uh, the Panthers just shocked them with a couple of quick scores. That's exactly right. It, it kind of changed at halftime. So 
It's going to be second down and long, or first down, excuse me, and long. Panthers lead 56-24, 5.40 left in the ballgame. Again, they give it to Edwards. He goes straight up the middle. He runs hard. He picks up two, and uh, that's about it for him. I don't think you'll see the Panthers get too fancy here. They're, uh, they know what the score is. They know the clock's on their side, and uh, that's what they want to just keep watching that clock tick down. Me too. Now, <laughs> Panthers are looking at the sideline. They're running, running the play clock probably down as low as they can because that gets the game clock down <laughs> lower. So there's still 10 seconds left. we got to get the playoff now delay we're going to get delay well it looked like dylan wasn't quite sure where he was supposed to line up and so he gets caught uh trying to hurry to the line of scrimmage that gives us another five yards and, and you could see that coming there was still too much movement with five or six seconds left on the on the play clock too many guys moving around so it's going to be second down and longer now it's 24 yards to go all this happening after Dylan Edwards gets down close to the 25 and a holding penalty brings it back. Back to pass goes there. We're trying that little bit of that screen out there. Edwards, he's going to pick up maybe, oh, I'm going to guess two or three on the screen. <laughs> and, and that just has not been timed well all day long. That one, at least Edwards was able to catch, but it just, the timing just hasn't been well, there. It's been, it's been floated over the lineman and it takes a long time to get to Edwards. And, uh, you know, twice it was too far. And that time, it just, you know, it just took too long to develop. So it's now third down and long with about 4.50. It'll be under four minutes to go here just pretty quick. Panthers lead 56-24. Back to pass. Edwards, or Wash, excuse me, goes straight up the middle, gets out to the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be third down and 10. Yeah, and that, that was, again, a lot of limb wash, cutting the ball upfield and picking up the extra yardage. Gets the ball back uh, just about back to the original sticks. Yeah, so I'm sure the Panthers are going to punt. I can't imagine them not punting. Yeah, there's Luke Stewart in the game. So the ball's gonna, or clock's going to be down around 310 to go when this ball is punted if they use up a lot of the clock, or the play clock anyway. Six seconds. Oh, a nice high, nice snap. Stewart hits an end over ender. It's going to bounce at about the 20. Goes down to the 30, picked up, and brought down immediately at about the 27. A dangerous play to try and pick up if you're Blue Valley North. Panthers are wholesale substitutions. So these are. Probably the number twos for the Panthers with 313 left and a 32-point lead. May make, uh, we'll see how this group does. Uh, you know that uh, Blue Valley North's not going to back off at this point. No, no, they're, they're, they're going to try to score. They give it to the running back. He's drugged down 
after about a two-yard gain, that, that's a surprise. Unless well, they, and again, I think what you're seeing is probably Blue Valley North out of a little bit of respect to they're, they're not going to come back in the ball game. So, you know, they know Derby Derby did wholesale changes on defense. Well, that's that's exactly what I'm thinking or what I was thinking when I saw that play call. But we'll see. Second and eight. Back to pass. Oh, incomplete. It was just a little bit behind the receiver, but covered well by the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers had real good coverage on the play. Looked like Luke swat out it with the coverage. So it's third down and about eight. Clock stopped with 2.40 to go. Again, Panthers lead by 32, 56-24. It looks to me like they're going to have their third consecutive football championship in a row. Obviously, that's what consecutive means. And they're going to have their sixth overall under Coach Clark and seventh for the school itself. Caught, first down, out of bounds at about the 45. Well, we've talked about that the last few weeks, too, that you, you can't blame a coach when you got seniors out there that played for you for four years, and, you know, they're still wanting to, to come out, and uh, if nothing else in the record book, say, hey, I caught a touchdown in the state championship game or whatever it is, so you can't really blame, uh, blame coaches for that. First 10 from the 46-yard line. Clock stopped with the catch and the out-of-bounds. Back to pass. And it's complete. And it gets knocked out-of-bounds again, so that's going to stop the clock again. Well, and that's exactly the, the play that they're wanting to run, is they want to get plays on the sidelines that they can get out-of-bounds. Uh, they've still got two timeouts. They just haven't, uh, as I said, I think uh, – when you're when you trail this big, you know you're not going to uh, not going to climb this hill. No, it, it they're not. And back to pass, Martin. He's looking around. He's looking for that home run. I'm telling you. Now he's being chased by the down lineman. He's still got the football, and he found a guy in the end zone, and he came back for the football, and it's caught at the five yard line. <laughs> Well, yeah, what, you got to give a ton of credit. These are our reserves that are playing back here now. They played good pass protection. They, they didn't get enough pressure on him that time. But, uh, man, you know, how does that make you feel if your coach, uh, Wietrick, that you got your seconds in there and they're still playing tough? First and goal from the six. And they give it on a carry straight up the middle, touchdown, Blue Valley North. And, and again, you know what, that, those are too little, too late. And uh, I don't think you're going to see anything any different out of, uh, out of Blue Valley North. I, I'm going to be shocked if they kicked an onside kick. I think they're just going to kick away to the Panthers. and Hopefully the Panthers can wind this clock down. Yeah, you'd like to see them do that. There's under two minutes to go. Uh, again, uh, uh, when Coach Clark brought the twos in, the game was over at that point. And uh, – you know, they score, but, you know, again, the number two's played pretty well. These guys are a high-powered offense, and, you know, they played pretty well. <laughs> that that long pass, you know, they, that receiver did what he was supposed to do. He came he, finally came back for the football. We saw him not do that on a couple other plays. He come back for the football. Our guy came back with him. So, you know, that was just, you know, that was just one of those things. That was a good pitch, good catch by uh, – uh, Blue Valley North, but I'm like you. It's probably too little, too late. Uh, I'm sure we're going to see possibly 
uh, backup quarterback with uh, might get to see the freshman Hubbard play a little bit. And, uh, you know, Panthers, uh, they've got their starters out, their hands team, because you got to suspect maybe you might see a uh, onside. These kids are playing well right now, and, and they re- again, they really picked it up from the second quarter on. Oh, the, the defense particularly picked it up, and I, I can't imagine anything here. You, you may see a pooch kick that you don't kick back to the deep guys, but I'd be real surprised to see an onside me, kick. They just too. haven't shown that ability that they were too concerned about the clock. Yeah, me too. I I would be surprised to see anything other than a deep ball. Uh, I'm sure this guy's going to kick it into the end zone. He has all day. Yep. It's going to go back into the end zone, and the Panthers are going to have it on the 20 with a minute 54 left, and they got a 25-point lead. <laughs> yeah, and I, and I think driving up here, you and I talked about, you know, we don't get to see a lot of what happens up on this part of the state. So you don't have, you know, when, you, when you're playing guys around uh, the Wichita area or Garden City, Dodge City, even the teams out west, you know a lot about them. And, when you get up on the eastern half, you don't really see these guys. You don't hear about it on uh, on uh, Friday nights, so you, you don't know what you're going to deal with. Well, I know. I, I watched three quarters of their game last week, Blue Valley North, and and uh, I, I thought, and Hubbard, he gets maybe back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be second down. Uh, I believe the clock's remaining. Well, yeah, and we, we just keep rotating players in. I believe now you're going to see Conley Hamlin at quarterback. Yep, Conley is going to be the quarterback now. He's a junior, 5'11", 175 pounds. In the backfield is Derek Hubbard. Conley gives it to Hubbard, tries to get to the outside, has nowhere to go, and he's going to be taken down after about a yard and a half loss, so going to be third and long for the Panthers with under they'll be under a minute to go in the ball game when this play goes well and usually the officials are, are you know at this juncture of a ball game they're very slow to stop spot the football they're uh, they're doing everything they can to keep the ball game moving they just they just now just a couple seconds ago started the uh, 25 second clock so it could be down under 30 seconds Again, they give it to Hubbard. He breaks out into the clear, picks up five or six on third down. So it's going to be fourth down now for the Panthers. So you got to figure they'll. It's yeah that that uh, that that there's no more there's there's no reason to run another play. Oh uh, yeah, Coach Clark just got a bath with the water, and you know the kids uh, both teams are kind of going to their sidelines. So this one. Uh, what turned out to be a well of a season and, a, and a, the craziest season I think I can ever remember with COVID and all the things going on, Panthers are going to come out as a three-peat. Yep, 56-31 is going to be your final. And, uh, you know, the kids got they, – they, they, they can hold their heads up pretty well. This is Again, this has been a tough year for them, uh, tougher than most, I, I would say, because of the COVID and everything that's went along with it. Uh, it's been so uh, – Maybe we'll do this. Maybe we'll play. And, you know, these guys have persevered, and they came up here, and they played well today. And they, they, they haven't been given anything. They, they, 
they earned everything they got this year. Well, a great life lesson. I, you know, I think sports teaches great life lessons, but for this team in particular, with everything that's happened this year, you know, you got COVID that changes your first game of the season. You're supposed to go to Oklahoma. COVID switches you and makes you go to Mill Valley. You get your tails beat. You come back and, and you know, you play a couple games and then you get shut down for two weeks with COVID. And, you know, just so many things happen, but you know, I, I heard the word several times this year, resiliency. And, and you got to say that this Panther team has been very resilient all season long. Yeah. Like I said earlier, this is Coach Clark's sixth state championship, Derby's seventh overall. And, uh, you know, it's just been a it's been a great season for these guys. And, and they've worked hard. And like I said, they they weren't given anything. They earned everything they got. Well, and it just, uh, you know, speaks volumes for Coach Clark. I mean, coming into this program as, I believe, a 26-year-old coach, and everyone was going, why in the world do you give that job to a 26-year-old? And, and now you look up and you go, I think I, I think I know that answer. I mean, a whole bunch of state championships hang on the wall at Derby High. Yeah, they, they certainly do. And uh, Panthers are winning this, are going to win this thing, have won this thing. I, I knew I'd get to it eventually. Uh, they've won at 56 31 in, in pretty, pretty tough fashion. And, uh, that means 56 points this year, 62 last year. So, you know, these guys, these guys are an offensive machine. There's no doubt about it. Well, today's game was not a runaway by any stretch. Maybe, uh, maybe the second half got a little out of control, but this was a ball game where, as we said last year, it was from the opening kickoff. It was a beat down, but again, speaks volumes for a team to come in and, and beat a, a 6A opponent and score 56 points. Yeah, and, and, you know, they had a very good quarterback, good receiving core, uh, and, you know, they played well. Panthers played Panthers played great, I think. And, and again, I, I've said it before, they deserve this, and, and they took it. All right, Panthers lead this one 56-31. to 31. They don't lead it. They won it. I'll get, I'll get, I guess I'm getting slow or something. But anyway, they won it 56 31. This is Panther football on a live 105 KDKQ 1059 FM, your home for Panther football on the radio. We will be back. Well, this weekend on the program, it is another artist interview, this time featuring Mylon LeFevre. It's not the music that's wrong. God created music. Mylon LeFevre, along with me, Larry Wayne, and the classics from the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. It's all coming up this weekend on Streets of Gold. Sunday evenings at 5 on Alive 105. In need of some weekly inspiration? Join New Spring Church every Sunday at 11 a.m. on Alive 105 for encouraging worship and a message from God's Word that will equip you you for the week ahead. Let faith arise. The kind of faith that we live, the kind of faith that functions, the kind of faith that the crowd around us doesn't understand. And when we begin to demonstrate the kind of faith that nobody can figure out, then we can actually become the light of the world. Learn more about New Spring Church in Wichita at newspring.org. John Michaels and get ready for a special two-hour time travel trip as we take a listen to the biggest Christmas hits from your favorite classic Christian artists. It's the Christian Music Rewind Classic Christmas Special. I've got all the famous carols and traditional favorites as well as modern Christmas originals. Plus, we'll get inside the Christmas music from some top classic artists like Amy Grant, Jackie Velasquez, Avalon, Brian Duncan, and more. Join me again this weekend for another trip to Christian Music's past on Christian Music Rewind. 
Christian Music Rewind, this Saturday at 5 on Alive 105. Hey, it's Kurt Wallace, your host for the Weekend Top 20 Countdown. Counting our blessings this weekend, uh, getting ready for this weekend show. When Hillsong United stops by, they tell us how they got their start. Mike Weaver from Big Daddy Weave shares a verse that has spoke to him during this pandemic. Need to Breathe gives us details on what inspires their songwriting. And we'll hear some Christmas music this weekend from For King and Country and Micah Tyler. It's going to be fun. Sunday afternoons at 3 p.m. on, on Live 105. Transmitting his love to the world. Hey everybody, this is Andy Crispin. Join me this week for a very special Christmas edition of worship. Two hours of the best in modern Christmas worship music from churches and worship leaders around the world. Plus, I'll be playing brand new songs from Zach Williams, Sandra McCracken, and so much more. You don't want to miss a moment of this week's Christmas worship with me, your host, Andy Crispin. Worship with Andy Crispin, Sunday mornings at 9 on Alive 105. In a world full of uncertainty, it's good to know that the Bible is the unchanging rock that we must rely on in an ever-changing and unsteady world. At the Well Worship Center in Derby, you'll hear the Bible read, taught, preached from, and discussed. Pastor Joplin Emerson and the Well Worship Center ministry staff pray that each and every service becomes a real, tangible opportunity for God to move in the lives and hearts of those who are present each week. For weekly service times and more about the ministry of the Well Worship Center, check out our website at thewellwc.church. We're back at Olathe where the Panthers just won their third consecutive state championship and sixth under Coach Clark, seventh overall. They beat Blue Valley North 56-31, and uh, it, was a, it was a well-contested ball game from both teams. Yeah, no doubt. It was a it was a big ball game for the Panthers, as we said. Just the way the season all broke down, it uh, made things so different. Uh, Doyle, let's go ahead and get into our end of the game stats for today's ball game. You know, you'll you'll see uh, the Panthers really didn't have to do a lot in the second half to stay on top of, of today's ball game. First downs, uh, Blue Valley North twenty seven, Panthers twenty five. Rushing yards, really the tail of the game. Forty five attempts on the ground for the Panthers, 287 yards. Blue Valley North, just 12 rushing attempts for 30 yards. Yeah, that, that was a big deal, but I think you and I knew that coming in, that rushing wouldn't be a big deal on their agenda. Now, what was a big deal for the Panthers was Lem Wash throwing the football today. 17 for 20 for 279 yards. Grab this, high school football here today. 31 attempts, or 53 attempts, 31 completions for Blue Valley North, and 450 yards in the air. Wow. Well, you know, that's you throw the ball about every play, and you're going to complete some, that's for sure. Total yards for the day's ball game: Panthers 566, Blue Valley North 480. Again, some of those other important stats. Uh, third down conversions, Panthers 4 for 12, Blue Valley North 8 for 13. The big one really was the fourth down conversions for the Panthers on fourth down. Derby was 3 for 4. Blue Valley North never had to attempt a fourth down. Yeah, Panthers, Panthers played this pretty good. Like I said, they their defense really picked it up in the second quarter, and it, and it continued through to the end of the ball game. actually. And, uh, you know, they played really tough. In a ball game, stats individual for the Panthers. Lim Wash again, just a lights-out ball game today. 16 for 19, throwing the football 239 yards. Reed Liston on the little gadget play was one for one for 40 yards. How about Reed Liston catching the football today? Not only did he throw the football, but he had eight catches for 142 yards. Mercer Thatcher, four catches for 60. Tillman's two catches for 46. 
Dylan Edwards, two catches for 21. And Trayvon Rose, one catch for eight. Doyle on the ground. Dylan Edwards, 22 carries, 170 yards. And what did Lim Wash do? He answered the 239 in the air with 110 on the ground for, uh, for his offensive yards. Again, Panthers 566 total yards of offense today, holding Blue Valley North to just 480. And again, the score, and I love saying it on, uh, on Championship Saturday, Derby Panthers 56, Blue Valley North 31. It was a great deal for the Panthers. Uh, we want to thank uh, our radio station, and we definitely want to thank all of our sponsors so we could be able to bring you these ball games. So our sponsors and the radio station, Kevin and I both appreciate what you do and what you've done. And, uh, you know, of course, we've had a lot of fun watching these kids play this year, too. So, it, it you know, it goes both ways, I guess. So the Panthers win this 56 to 31. You've been listening to Panther Football on Live 105, KDKQ 105.9 FM. Thanks for listening.